Is what it is. Oh, hi. Yeah, oh, I'll turn this down. We're doing a whole thing here. It's a uh, special, 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 special presentation. Oh, well, forget it. Anyway, uh, oh, I can't change the damn things. Reggie Watts is here and he looks like this. There he is. <laughs> I've got to reach over the desk to do all this. Reggie Watts is here. We're doing a special presentation. Mrs. Ryan is here, too. It's Late Night Playset. Please like and subscribe. Comment below the whole time. We are going to be with you live for the hour on YouTube and the Instagram. And the show goes up to Spotify video and the podcast platforms afterwards. Mr. Reggie Watts and Nicole Shabbat Ryan and her Princeton Plainsboro shot from the TV show, <laughs> TV show House she's wearing tonight. Late show, late night set, whatever. What did you call this thing before? The late night show shit. Yeah, the late stuff. night show shit starts right I was, in, I, was, I was incorporating into a whole thing. This, so uh, 42 people are here. Orlando Cars and Coffee's here. Uh, some badges are being bought. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, now we will start this thing up. You trim your beard. You look great. We did a shave. Everybody looks great. What's up, Lugos? Yeah, I, 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 used to, I used to model railroads. Me too. I was obsessed with it. Me too. The scales <laughs> and the forced perspective. Yes. Done. Totally. I know. 
Um, when, it, I tell people like when you make the shoebox thing as a kid and for school like a little diorama thing yeah. in the shoe, but it's the same exact thing. We just you yeah. know yeah, <laughs> a little bit more, more expensive. <laughs> yeah, but it's a sack. So. <laughs> well, you just came from one, and here you are at another one. I bet you can't wait to go home. But in an hour or so. I'm really excited to be here. All right, let's see. Welcome back to the Instagram audience over here. Uh, oh my gosh, there's all sorts of questions. We are going to get into Reggie's questions in a little bit. Um, if I don't see him here, leave him on the Porsche Life uh, on on the post. I said that uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying. You know how to do the thing. I, I know you know how to do the thing. Words are hard for me. Uh, it is Monday. Monday. We are with you on a Monday night, not at 5 p.m. It's damn near seven. Holy crap! Monday night live, January 31st, Mrs. Ryan, 2022. Wow. <laughs> I was so careful not to write 2021. <laughs> Look what I wrote. What a freaking, what's wrong with me? I wrote 2020. Like my brain, instead to, to specifically it. not do You're this. Like, don't do two, 2021. We've been trying to get you here for two years today. <laughs> two years. I wrote this card two years ago. <laughs> That's why it's a slightly faded color. <laughs> That's, That's exactly faded. right. That's exactly right. Oh, man. Uh, Monday Night Live. No, I'm gonna, it's, forgive me if I, I'm distracted because I've got to push the buttons over here. My little my little thing isn't working. Usually I have this little thing oh. and it usually works and I yeah. should have rebooted everything before, but I didn't. Hey, Jeff Zwart's here. Hi, Jeff Zwart. Jeffrey J-Dub is here. Orlando Cars and Coffee is here. Jared's Garage. Nate Kelly. B. Barbrady. Vashti. Lots of people. Hey, everybody. That's, if Keith's he's here, there's a lot more people than usual. And people are buying badges. Thank you for buying badges. Still don't know what that is, but I do know you're buying them, and we get a percentage of it, so I really, really am grateful, and so is the missus over here. Um, speaking of anniversaries, this is kind of a funny one. This is actually our anniversary for the first time we did our little test sh show. Technically, tomorrow is our anniversary because we did the real show tomorrow. But the, the, we did our little brief introduction and put it up on the 31st of January. Ready for this? Four years ago when we didn't know what the hell we were doing it was just the two of us at a dining room table with amazon microphones you know <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, and yeah. and a little usb mixer and like had no clue what we were doing in this same room and i'm going to cut to the wide here just because it's ridiculous <laughs> here we are with the actual stuff like reggie mentioned the actual letterman stuff and then we created this whole micro television studio around it because that's all i know how to do <laughs> in your dining room in, in our dining room, dining room right? <laughs> yeah. they called it i believe a i think it was a bonus room but it's oh. for sure we used it as the formal dining room yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So cool. all right throw the instagram audience up there as well and what are we talking about tonight there's a few things we oh, this is garbage don't need that there's only a few things to mention before um before we get our special guest in here special monday night live guest uh, the anniversary I just mentioned, viewer mail. Oh, we'll do that when you're in here because you were there when we got it. And uh, foundation. Uh, <laughs> there are some updates on the foundation. I'm not going to bore you with them, but the great news is uh, we took the advice of some wonderful people that are smarter than us um, and said to set up a GoFundMe. In the meantime, we did that. We set it up today, or it went live today. And uh, there's a GoFundMe for the, I forget whatever it's called, but the Nicole MS Fund. Future Foundation Fund, whatever it is. Uh, there's a whole blurb. You can go to uh, my profile when you're done with this chat, and you can look at it there if you want to see what it's all about. Um, grateful for any contributions, any donations, but um, obviously that is not mandatory to be our friend. <laughs> not at all required. Some assembly is required these days, unfortunately. That's part of what the foundation's about. Yeah, and only you lucky person get to deal with it. 
Yeah. Well, no, us, well, all the people who care about you, actually. There's a lot of us up at Spit GVBC. You've got a mountain family growing up there. I do. I've leaned, learned to lean on other people when I'm up there, but when it's just you and me. The truth is, I think people me. like... Back to the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to skip over that part. Sometimes it's really awkward, uncomfortable. Um, but I think you allowing other people to help you uh, helps them. I think it makes them feel better. I think it makes them feel like, oh, they can... People want to help you. They want to. They want to make you feel more comfortable, even though that's a really tall ask. They want to help. So you I letting them, I think, is a really. I finally got there, and everyone calmed down and learned how to talk to everyone. So we're all coalescing a little better. It's a learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. That's but good. we're doing it. Yeah. Shout out to the GBBC fam. Uh, it's a crazy how that's becoming a movement. The good vibes thing. It's sort of just. It's a thing, and it's not just LA. It's like everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. And it's great. That's like real. Yeah. I mean, you're a public figure. You have a voice. You can. You you are a genuine influencer. We're like we were professionally invisible for years and years, and now we're doing this little thing. <laughs> so it. any type, anytime the needle moves even a little bit, we're all like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess good point. Um, with the anniversaries going on the lines of the anniversaries, tomorrow is <laughs> since this is the late night show shit. Coined by Reggie. Tomorrow is also the anniversary of Late Night with David Letterman. Forty friggin' years. That's bananas. February to think one, eighty two, Late Night with David Letterman premiered. Calvert DeForest came out with his good evening, like like uh whatever. So good. So good. So congratulations to all of the the late show people that um had one hell of a run doing that show. Uh and then here's where it becomes a little more relative. Starting Today, I guess, or maybe tomorrow it goes live, but Letterman, as in at Letterman, started his YouTube channel. <laughs> for real. For real. I don't know what's going to be on it. I don't know if it's literally t- today or it's probably for the anniversary tomorrow. But uh, but it's, you know, whatever, YouTube.com slash Letterman, whatever. And I think it's probably the old page because there's already 200,000 followers, you know. So it's probably the old show page that right. somebody just kept control of and uh, and they're launching it. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be old shows, old clips. Don's kind of has the market cornered on that, and he has the approval of the Late Show people. Maybe they'll move his stuff over. Maybe this will be different. Maybe Dave will create content. I don't know. It's kind of crazy to think about, but... It is crazy to think about. It's a different time than when Carson went off the air. You know, Carson right. went off the air, and there was no YouTube. There was no... <laughs> there was really not a whole You're lot in 1992. Like, yeah. bye-bye. Yeah. yeah, he kind of went to Malibu <laughs> and played tennis and went to his boat in the marina, and eventually he died. Eventually <laughs> Time. You know his last appearance was uh, his last appearance was was right here at this desk talking into the mic really? though on on Letterman when he when that they did mic? they did this mic you don't know my story with this mic oh my gosh someday off the air I'll tell you the story <laughs> yes it's the same mic gorge <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So the bookend to why we're doing all this is because I was a kid growing up in the same town as Dave and totally obsessed with the whole, like the whole thing. Yeah. So this just sort of like when we started a podcast and, 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 and the gravity started, this is where it got for some bigger reason, you know? Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Things lead you. I stole this when I was a kid. (laughs) I really did. I really did. I'm so glad to hear that you stole it. I identify with that very much. Oh, I'm not proud of it, but we're trying to get Dave on the show so that I can then 
the truth is I had a little show like this in high school when I was a kid, right? I'll give you the brief brief. <laughs> I stole this microphone right after my dad died, two weeks after my dad died. And then not knowing how to rectify my situation of like, what the hell did I, I got let into the theater one night overnight, no joke, yeah. just like, like a story a kid would make up, but it's real. Yeah. And, in, and to rectify the situation, I took my microphone, that's very simple, same kind of microphone, but a different standard stuff, <clears throat> from my little high school show, and I brought it to Dave's house, and I gave it to him, and he gave me a late show jacket. Like, I couldn't get him to take it, eventually he did, and then on Monday, his, my mic, that from my little show, was on his desk, what? This for his new desk, for the next decade. So, like, it's a crazy story that, like, nobody ever heard because I just did a stupid thing when I was a kid and was ashamed of it my whole life and never followed. <laughs> so we're trying to get Dave here for the follow-up to that because he's the only one who, who, was, who can corroborate the story. He's, he's got to come. Yeah. He's got to come. That would be such a kick for him. I hope so. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to happen. Reggie says you should come, Dave. I heard, I heard him. He said. Dave, get the hell over here. <laughs> I'm no, you know, I'm no shave. But... Uh, I can I can vouch for the show. The vibes are very strong and good. Oh, you're awesome. <laughs> so now that everybody got the backstory on that, we didn't intend to tell tonight. Uh, so the Dave Letterman YouTube channel. I don't know what's going to be on it, but check it out. And um, and then the other thing was when we mentioned the other day, you know, for years and years, uh, the missus here was a comedy publicist. She was in the business. She used to book all her celebrity comedy people. Sorry, you were celebrity, Hollywood publicist, whatever. But you worked with a lot of comedians. Yeah. And by that, you would have to book these comedians on these shows, or these shows would call you to book these people on their shows. One of the people that used to do that happens to be Dave's one guy, his one representative. Yeah. And when we originally tried to get him, like started this process of trying to get him on the show, she just simply reached out to the guy who happened to know and remember her. It was like a really weird coincidence. It seemed, oh, this is going to be so easy. They'll just be able to put it together, and Dave will be here. Then it just kind of took a really long time, and I was like, I don't really know. This seems like biz you know, Hollywood business bullshit. I was like, I think you're both giving each other the runaround and whatever. My spidey sense was up. So um, <clears throat> we're reaching out to any avenue, period, to get Dave. If you know him through racing or cars or whatever the heck, anything. <laughs> if, you're, if you're his vet for his dog, whatever. Reach out. Um, um, and more specifically, I wanted to say that I was also hyper wrong about that guy because we just set up the GoFundMe, like I mentioned this morning, and one of the first people to donate was... Dave's guy. Which is so cool. Yeah. So, so touching. We're, he's clearly still in the orbit more so than I thought. So thank you to you. Thank you. Thank you, whose name I don't want to say. And, um, and that's great for you as well because I know that was wearing on you thinking that you had dropped the ball somewhere or whatever, but I don't think that's the case. It was wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. All right. It's the honesty show, everybody. Getting everything off our chest. Uh, all right. That's it. Oh, and then Newcombs is the only other thing. Newcombs, uh, you know, we talked the other day about Newcombs. In fact, we did a half a show about it, for God's sake, um, about whether Newcombs Ranch is sold or not. Um, I had been informed by some very credible people that it was indeed sold. And I have since heard something different from someone else not my credible sources that had said it was sold but somebody else saying that, that it sounds like that fell through so um if you have six million dollars and you and you <laughs> and you want to spend it on a beautiful mountain retreat uh there's a lot of good stuff there and i think somewhere in here we're on the back there we go and here we are on the back page so uh, <laughs> there she is and there i am Having a little cup of coffee over here. Yeah, no big deal. You, you kids all right out there shoveling? Um, so reach out, obviously, to Compass Realty. Um, you can look it up online, I'm sure. But uh, you can send me a message as well if you want, and I'll connect you with the right people. But it sounds like it may still be for sale. So. It sounds like, like 
that show or would be able to just get that spot. Just the, the people who show up, like the, five of them that can get it. The regular, the, the, um, the usual suspects uh-huh. don't want it. I've asked them all here. I've asked really? Jay Leno sitting in that chair if he, wanted, if he would buy it. And he gave me all the reasons why he wouldn't. I asked Magnus if all right. the time. What's the general, what's the reason? Um, it, <laughs> I don't want to be, it's not really my place to say, but since you, well, wait till you're in here. Ask yeah, me when you're in sure. here. I will. Because this is fun and all, but people would like no, to no, see no. you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Right now, it's like you're on this side shot, like your show, which you're used to. But you're going to be in the chair here in a second. No, no, no. no <laughs> you're coming over, to the, no, coming over to the couch. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Orlando Cars and Coffee, still watching, moving to my iPad. Love you all. Oh, all right. Well. Good luck. Yeah. Move. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Can you throw it? Does that, can you apple? Do you throw it to places, or do you do you leave it places and then you pick it up somewhere else? I think well, actually, with Instagram, probably not, unless mm. they have it built into their API. But I probably think, not. Probably not. Yeah, just gotta do like, it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> like Pages, if I'm doing something on my computer, right. I can open it up on my on my iPad. Yeah. Well, same thing. Like with you know your, uh, I guess there's no way to do it. Well, with Apple things, you can like just transit, like with their headphones, for instance. You know, you can like. Airplay it over, or yeah, like, or just start using another thing, and it just kind of figures out that you're using it, and it just transfers it. How the fuck do they Which do? Just sweet. It's so sweet. It's not foolproof, but it, it sometimes works. And it's nice. That's the kind of AI I don't mind and like. Oh, I don't mind that at all. Some of it really irks me. We can talk about that. I'll um, make a note for AI. All right. Um, okay, okay. Do we do it? All right. Newcomb's done. Uh, we're gonna do a viewer mail when he gets in here. All right. Uh, in the meantime, I should tell you. <clears throat> they say. <laughs> They say, <laughs> let me get this here. There we go. They say all that separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. What type of toys? Collectors. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Licensed in most states, St. Clair Insurance shops top providers so you get the best coverage <clears throat> for your toys. <laughs> if I were you, I'd check out Jeff St. Clair and St. Clair Insurance, a popular Haggerty provider. Uh, and uh, see what St. Clair Insurance can do for you. Simply go to coverageforyourtoys.com. 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 And say hi to Jeff Sinclair. <laughs> Tell him you saw it on the playset. Uh, also, in the meantime, this is Jay Ryan on behalf of Nicole from Late Night Playset, reminding you to please like, subscribe, and comment below. This feeds the internet algorithm and eventually us as well. Be a pal. Like, subscribe, and comment below. It'll be fire. And the smoke is taking a while. I think we needed a smoke machine or some new fog juice. <laughs> Denoting, usually it denotes some fire, but today uh, it's a bit of a dud. I guess nobody's commenting and liking on YouTube. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it sort of is. Uh, quick break. Quick break. Very quick so I can turn some cameras around and we'll get our guest, get, uh, Reggie Watts, in here. Okay. So I can get my board. There we go. Too much stuff to do. Everything's a lot easier when I can have my little thing here. Bluetooth be dead. See, now that thing we were just talking about, it seems to have does, lost connection and it simply won't grab it back. Does this, can that device be powered off and powered on itself? Yeah, that's Don't a good do idea. That. Do that? Yeah. Holy crap. Do it because it's been plugged in, right? It was charged, right? It is charged. Okay. Yep. It should just work. It should, it should just work. Very good point. <laughs> yeah. But somehow it's not. And the issue is here, if I restarted this, uh, the I, this iPad happens to be our control room. I'm right. cutting off the six cameras and everything. Yeah. While the fog rolls in, and uh, and I think if I rebooted that before the show, this would have worked. I wonder. Yeah, I mean, I guess one last thing you could do is just check the Bluetooth settings, see if it's even connected. But if I leave this app, 
See what I mean? Oh, yeah, and we're live. We're live on too many things. I see. So it seems seems like a complexity issue. Gotcha. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, brief words from oh so delicious hot sauce. Oh. The hot sauce, Mrs. Ryan. Made by bears. Made by bears. Oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg, it's better on a slice. It's oh, so delicious. It's a hot sauce made by bears. Oh, so delicious hot sauce. Great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at ohsodelicious.org. One dollar from every bottle sold goes to the National Military Family Association. I'm Johnny Lieberman, and you're watching LMP. What does LMP stand for? Late Night Play Oh, yeah, that's true. I've been on there. Yeah, good show. <laughs> you should like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> What are you driving today? 63 356B. Hey, what are you driving today? Here we go. Wide cam, kill the echo. It looks good. With that, we are sitting with Reggie Watts. Welcome back, everybody. Where, uh, what's up, buddy? Hi. Thank you so much for being here and doing our show. You hey. did all of the automotive podcasts in the last couple weeks. Yeah, except and we, for Jay's, which is coming up. Uh, but his is a show. Well, it's a guess. It's so a you show, hit, you hit all of the podcasts, yeah. and now you're doing the show circuit. Yes. Uh, how does it feel? How does it feel? Um, you're a car guy. Everybody uh, knows it. <laughs> I'm I'm a CG, um, or I like to call it a car person. Um, oh, excuse I, I, me. I, I, yeah, right. sorry. You know, I'm trying to. You know, I'm trying to get all <laughs> the humans in there. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I mean it's cool. It's really it happens so fast. It must it, that must happen from time to time, right? It's like you know, it's because it's like. It's kind of a small community. It isn't, and it is, yeah. but it is. And then, like once, like a new cat comes in. Is this like we've all me? swarmed on you? Is that what's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's like, and it's awesome. Fresh meat. It's so cool. Yeah, totally. it's like oh, it's the new kid. And then they'll be like, you know, I don't know, someone Bilbo Baggins will like jump in. I like cars too. And people are like ah. Um, but no, it's 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 been awesome, man. It's been like very surreal. You know, I can't believe like like it's weird. Like when you meet people from YouTube, you know, I yeah, mean, TV too, but YouTube specifically because YouTube is so easy. To just oh, I'd like to see this next video. Oh, and this next video. Oh, and then someone's appearing in an algorithm. It's a different kind of relationship. But then like suddenly That's a good there's just point. oh, there's that person that I, you look so familiar. Oh, it's no, but oh, YouTube shit. I've never met you, but I feel like I've met you. You know, classic. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. There's Pretty something cool. YouTube, but celebrities on TV or movies or whatever. They're like celebrities, but YouTube's just yeah. people. Yes, you're right. There's it's, a yeah. there's a weird thing of being familiar to, familiar with just people. Yeah, because it's weird. It's like I don't know if that's still the same thing as a celebrity. You know, like Is I that, don't know. 
I don't know. I have no idea. I because they're not called out. celebrities. They're called influencers. Yeah, I guess right? they're influencers, whatever the fuck. But it's like, you know, I get it. Everything has to have a title. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it's language. we got to know what we're talking about. But, uh, yeah, it's it's been very odd, you know. To, like, I met the, the Canadian guys from, um, oh, what's their show that they do? Jesus. Uh, it was just Sunday we saw them. Just yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Why am I not forgetting? Because I just click on the videos and I watch them. And sometimes I don't pay attention to the, the titles. Uh, so, so you were familiar with those guys when they asked you to do the thing yesterday. Yes. You already knew them. Yes. So you totally wanted to do it. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very odd because I just saw this guy's face. It was the, uh, it was the British guy first. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. God, I'm terrible. These guys are going to kill me if they're watching right now. It's like, he doesn't care want, about anything. You want to plug your appearance on their show? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, I, these guys that I met that are Canadian, that love cars, they're awesome. Watch their show. Um, there's only one show in Canada that does it. Um, but uh, but I saw him and I was like immediately like, oh, I know that guy. He's such a great pal. <laughs> like I've never met him. But meanwhile, you get a vibe for the real person on YouTube. Versus like, oh, it's not a character generally. I guess maybe some people are playing uh, a character on YouTube. But for the most yeah. part, it's just like a Doug DeMuro. That's Doug DeMuro. Like, oh, that's, no, that's just how he is, this? you know? <laughs> yeah. So you watch everybody. Oh, everybody, yeah. How long have you been into cars? God, you know, ever since I was a kid, really. Yeah. Ever since. I mean, I never got hot rod mags or stuff like that, but I was always a car and driver dude. I would like... A... Matchbox cars or anything like that? Oh, I love Matchbox cars. Um, my... Yeah, Matchbox cars, um, you know, like the Evil Knievel stunt cycle, you know, yeah. the fucking... Um, the whole set was awesome. The whole set, My yeah. had the set. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had the pump-up thing or whatever yeah, with the yeah. cycle that was on the ramp, and you clicked the lever once the, oh once the gyro was going, and it would just, I wanted like, all that off. stuff so bad. It was so good. But I, I loved vehicles, starships, you know, like spaceships, all that design, anything science fiction, anything cockpitty. And cars are, like, the only thing that you can get, that you can actually get that puts you in a cockpit. That yeah. you don't have to be a fighter pilot for or get a pilot's license. You're a kid of the 80s like me probably yes. then. So it's just everything we consume was kind of like technical. Yeah. You know, it was that technical. age. All the movies were made very technically, very yeah. real, practical, in-camera stuff. Yes, right. And that's yeah. what all our exposure was. Yeah, and a lot of vehicle-based shows and movies. Nothing but. Yeah. A-Team, Airwolf, Streethawk, Knight Rider. Yep, Knight Rider. Uh, yeah, what was the other one? Oh, Thunder, uh, Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder was Movie great. and TV series. Roy Scheider. Um, yeah. Think we need a bigger helicopter. The Jaws yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah. What? He yeah. plays <laughs> like an L.A. sheriff or something. LA, some L.A. cop. Yeah. And they steal the... <laughs> Well, what was the prototype. other prototype? Street Hawk, right? Oh, there was Starsky and Hush. Star there was uh, oh, the, those are the, yeah the older car ones. Well, there's like the ones that kind of oh, Auto Man. What's Auto Man? You don't remember Auto Man? I've never heard of Auto Whoa, Man. Whoa, Auto Man! For you guys, <laughs> auto, out there, as check a uh, subscribe and click on the notification. No, um, it's um, Auto Man was um, it was Tron technology, the same technology they used in Tron. I gotcha. He was a computer generated character that came to life at night, and he would he required the city's energy at night to function. And he had a cursor pal that was just a cursor that floated in the air. Whoa. When he needed a, a vehicle, he would say like cursor car, and it would dry. It would draw a Lamborghini Countach. It sounds like the the flight deck from Next Gen. Not the flight deck, that holodeck from Next Gen. They would go in there and they would just kind of talk and then it would kind of materialize some shit. Kind of, but in the real world. You know, like, so they're just you standing don't need to on be the anywhere. street. Oh, yeah, he's whoa. just, he's, he's got like Tron outline, like a Tron character. And he's standing there and they're like, well, we need to get to the blah, blah, blah. And this, the computer programmer dude that made him is like hanging out. And then the, the cursor, he would say, cursor car. And it would draw this car or a helicopter or any vehicle they needed. Whoa. 
And it would just, and then the vehicle would be outlined like a Tron vehicle, and it would turn like Tron. So like you'd see it like going, and it was just like <laughs> crazy a ninety degrees. Yeah, it's like, eh, no eh, physics. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, it was crazy. But there were like so many. I guess Street Hawk, Blue Thunder, Knight Rider. Um, what was the other one? I nailed all of them. Airwolf. Airwolf was Blue one of my Thunder. favorites. I guess yeah. that was it. Those were the those were the five. I that, feel like there's more, but we might be forgetting. Yeah, there those were like the crime ones. fighting. You know, like specialist inventor oh, the home A-team? base. The A team because of the but van. Does, does that? It's it's an iconic video, but or, or or series. But I would say like A team, Starsky and Hutch, and all the ones that had famous cars in them. It was more about like the characters and the vehicle they drove, whereas Blue Thunder. Uh, Night or Street Hawk and all those were about that vehicle. It was about the technical capabilities of that vehicle. Yeah, you're oh, because they were hyper spe- there was something very special. Yes. They were like a government designed yes. prototype or yes. whatever. It was a right. Weapon. They were all prototypes. Yeah, they were prototypes, they were one offs. They, oh. they were run clan in clandestine situations, or sometimes an airwolf, obviously the guy ripped took stole the helicopter. Yeah. You I know? love that story. I know. It's a great it's a great but it, just like that idea of like this amazing machine. Or remember the movie The Wraith. No, but before we get what? to the Wraith, wow. Airwolf, you, I just want to make sure our audience gets to the, yeah. the the guy who built Airwolf stole it, and then the star of the Airwolf show stole it back and then didn't give it to the people he stole it from, and then they had to hire him throughout the entire series to use it. That oh was the premise of Oh, my God, what a genius. Stringfellow Hawk. Stringfellow <laughs> yeah. Hawk. Yeah, Jan Michael Vincent. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, Wraith. Santini Air. Oh, dude, Van Nuys Airport. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> That's pretty freaking close. Yeah, Let's go get the lady. Oh my god! Totally. <laughs> it's like the co-pilot. It's like it was such a huge cockpit too. It was really cool. Oh my Anyways. god! I watched that thing recently, and I thought to myself, you know, I know production, so I like it's, the whole thing's probably the size of this room. You yeah, know what I mean, totally. it's not nearly as big as we no, thought it was. It He's like back it. there on a barca lounger and everything. Yeah, else. Totally. that would never fit in a real helicopter. No, no, it's not a living room. It's a helicopter. <laughs> but the wraith. Wraith. You should check out the wraith. What is it? TV or movie? Movie, okay, um, and it's uh, Sheen, I think Charlie Sheen, maybe, mm-hmm. or no, no, Emilio Estevez. Maybe. Oh, well, they're easy to confuse. There's probably people in the comments <laughs> that are correcting me right now, but but the Wraith, um, yeah, so it was about a, a, a essentially a guy dies and then somehow gets resurrected with a vehicle. That, oh yeah, that, <laughs> so, totally plausible. So he's like a, he's like avenging the death. Is um, the guy half vehicle, like the fly? No, no, no it's no, just no, a guy God, and a vehicle. So gross. Okay. <laughs> Please, no, I don't need that. Although in the 80s it would have happened. But yeah, Hellraiser technology. No, One but, of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, Freddy Krueger was also like a motorcycle or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's like, right. It was a weird. Because it was dreams. Yes. Anything's possible. Oh, good point. You know, he's like, it's in dreams. Yeah, the Wraith was just like it was just dope. It was like, and I, there was a whole special about the car that they built. It was actually a, it was a, a it was built on the frame of a is it um, Wraith with a W. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just saw <laughs> a whole thing about it. it. It was a prototype car that was it was a Dodge car. Oh, and it was used. Um, it was actually based off a car that was used as a as a pace car um, for some uh, Daytona or something like that. And they used it as a pace car. And then, uh, they just used that frame and they modified it to make it look more like, but it's a badass looking car. Like if someone rolled up in a Wraith, it's like when you choose a car to like make into an actuality and then show up at like a meet or something like that, that would probably be the car I would choose either that or the car that was used by the Japanese racers in cannibal run. Dude. Uh, Jackie Chan. <laughs> that was Jackie Chan. Was yeah, that's Chinese, right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, sorry, Chinese. I apologize. But yeah, it was but, a Japanese yeah. car, though. Yeah, it was a Japanese yeah. car, and they had all the tech, and that was totally was my thing. The turbocharger and yeah. the night vision and it was everything. Like, it was Quintosh sick. was cool, but that was my car. And then that's kind of a good trivia question. Isn't didn't he end up winning the Cannonball Run? 
I think he's oh, actually the winner. Up, I think oh, so. That's so cool. Because I mean, it's I one of those so. like you can't actually ever remember who the hell won. I just everybody remember them was in the fighting. bumper cars at the end. Yeah, you know? <laughs> the smoke cleared and they were the actual winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that those two cars. I think if you when I look up Wraith and 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 everything, the Wraith. Yeah, just oh, all right. Well, either way, it just comes up with the Rolls Royce thing. Yeah, the Rolls Royce makes an okay wraith, but this wraith. <laughs> and also oh, here we go! Yeah, Bonnie yeah, yeah, wraith yeah. yeah. Well. Oh, I do remember this. Remember this? Yes. It was early '80s, the wraith, and it was of course Dodge M M4S Turbo Interceptor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool and wild it, looking it's too. It's a it's a sick car, and they modified it. It's pretty pretty heavily. It's great. Yeah, you got to check it out, guys. And that's. Yeah, the Wraith movie. You know, the funny thing is it doesn't look dissimilar to the Knight Rider 2000 car. Do you remember that? Oh, that was the next gen, right? That they tried to make? It, it was like a, a movie one-off that oh. it had actual, it had Michael and Devin, and, but they killed Devin. <laughs> oh, right. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. And it was like not really, it was kind of dark. Ugh. And it wasn't like the rest of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the car was like the, a red thing that looked like this, and it was based on the Pontiac Banshee. Damn, I'm, that is a good-looking car, man. I'm sorry. But that, I like it, too. And it's got um, scissor doors. I was wondering about that because it's got the the DeLorean window cutout. Yeah, with the mini with the mini cutout. Yeah, yeah. or even oh, the, it is a look at that. Remember the Subaru had that same thing too. Uh, dub, uh what was that the W something RX SVX? Yeah, yeah, it was their, it was their sports car that they made. <laughs> sort of, yeah, sort of. But it had that tiny half window thing. Yeah, theirs yeah. was like a quarter. It came out of the side. It was it was even Oof. weirder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, but I, I would I would repro the Wraith in a second. I never see it I show up. I have to agree anywhere. with you, and I kind of want to find this show and watch it a little bit. Oh, this looks really fun. You're, you're gonna love it. It's just like classic, like you know, assholes. You know, a, a gang of assholes like wreaking havoc on a bunch of you know innocent people, and then this like ghost guy with a crazy car that's indestructible <laughs> that would like disappear over a hillside because it was insanely fast. It was oh, just sure. Like, he'd just like be racing and he'd be toying with them and then just be gone and then they would come over the crest of and a hill. thanks to the curvature of and, the earth, he was yeah, gone. He was gone. <laughs> but then also when they would come over the crest, they, they, it would be he would be parked sideways in the road. Oh, and they would oh I remember him, that. Because he couldn't be killed. Right. They would crash into him and they would die. Yeah, they but would he die. would just kind of like invisible and yeah. reappear. He would just drive away. It was so cool. It was a, It's a really cool, I don't know. I've seen cool some thing. clips of this on YouTube. Yeah. What yeah. year? Like, Early eighties. Early eighties, yeah, yeah. Because I remember like seeing that. Because that car, I remember going seeing, deep on Wraith. It was. <laughs> I know the Wraith. Everyone's like, "Would you please move on?" No, <laughs> I like it. I <laughs> like it a I lot. I like the Wraith. I think you're gonna love the Wraith, guys. Good pull on the Wraith. You know? So that's the thing. You know, you ha- you you're proving that you have been a car guy for a long time. For sure. Because like when I watched um, Lieberman's new show, yeah. you're the first guest on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Inevitable. Yeah. Great show, everybody on Motor Trend. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, you are the only person I've ever seen be able to, like, I don't want to say out-talk, but equal Johnny Lieberman. Oh. He, his, his recall, his, first yes. of all, his insane knowledge, his encyclopedic knowledge, but then his recall of, like, stats and companies and designers and all of this crazy mm-hmm. shit is, like, unparalleled. Yes. And then here you were. At one point, Johnny was just kind of sitting in his chair like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody else is just like me. It was like he found a buddy. Um, so I guess what I'm trying uh, to say is like you're not faking it. You're a legit yeah. car guy who's out of the closet. Yeah. What's what are you gonna do with it? Are you like are you gonna be a con- car content creator? Are you just enjoying it because it's your passion and you're enjoying it right now? And maybe nothing does come from it professionally. You're just enjoying it. Or right. what are your thoughts? Um, I think I think what I'd like to do is I I love 
I watch so many of the car review videos that I feel like it's so internalized now. My goal is to like, I want to approach like some legitimate, like, you know, like Motor Trend or somebody like that. And I want to create car reviews, Mm -hmm. but I'll be improvising all of it and none of it will be very accurate information at all. Excellent. But, but I want so it to It's a car look. review parody almost. Like it's we're a parody. Go, yeah. You, you remember Children's Hospital? She, she, oh my she launched Children's God. Hospital with you Rob Corddry. Yeah. Good for you. But Thanks. it was all Thanks very contribution. It was all very serious. <laughs> they were playing it straight while they were delivering ridiculous other stuff yeah. that was hilarious to us. It's the, it's the only way you can do it. Everybody in that world has to believe that what they're doing is true and serious. Is that kind of what you mean? Oh, 100%. I wanted to like if you turn the sound off, if you muted the video, you'd be like, "Oh, this is someone doing a car review." Yep. And it'll look have the same production quality, you know. It'd be like doing the walk arounds and everything. Yeah, the walk arounds with those beautiful, and then it'll always start with like a poetic, you know, introduction to the car with like, who's the who's the tall British dude, the really skinny tall British dude that usually gets the scoop on like Gordon Murray and all those. Oh man, you're showing me my ignorance. I don't know. He's he's got glasses, kind of spiky hair, very tall, kind of thin dude. Oh gosh, I'm terrible at this. He's been to Breakfast Club even. God darn it. Yeah. (laughs) This is you before with the podcast you just did. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. Three names maybe. I think he might have three names. Yeah. He he just, he's got like, it's always like, you hear like, it's like the elements. (laughs) Flight and wind are things that we take for granted, but the sun never ceases to break between the clouds. Power, like the earth itself. You know, like all of a sudden there's a... You know, like, and it's like the all new Porsche 657-85329 with enhanced turbo, whatever. It's like, I want to have like that beautiful, awe-inspiring stuff. And just be spouting this information that's just not, it's just not right. It's not true. But but I know enough about cars that yeah. I can make it sound kind of true. And so I'm really looking forward to that because that's the one thing in like cars. You know I, a lot about, this is going to be great because you I do. You're going to be able to write around the facts. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and some of it will be real, but most of it will probably just be a bunch of silliness. But I think it's just going to be fun because I just love, I love hijacking formats. That are that are very um, well developed. I know, know what you mean. You know what I mean. Yes, I do, I do know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> make it your own, baby. Oh boy. Yes, you do. Take it and make it your own. Yes, you do. Take it and make it. That's what they say. That's what they say. Uh, do you have a partner for that yet, or you said you were talking about like that's just an idea? So no. a lot of the folks who work at Motor Trend or mm-hmm. all of those mm-hmm. outlets yeah. who watch our show, because that's the only audience for our show, is, is those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They should reach out to you. Yeah, reach out to me. I'll, I'll make it. I'll, I'll do a good job. It'll be fun. You know, because it's like, I, I, lo- I love vehicles so much. And I, my favorite thing, I think the thing that I love most about vehicles is that now that people are kind of like understanding, oh, he likes he likes cars, and stuff, <laughs> is I like, I like trying to get other people who don't find cars interesting or driving interesting, even more importantly. Um, I, I want to show them like why I want to show them my excitement. I want I want them to kind of get a taste of why I like what I like and why people are our, our car people instead of just like oh it's a car person you're like car people car people whatever uh, share it, the enthusiasm. It's like it. share the enthusiasm because it's a it's a beautiful thing and also you can get beyond like whether you're environmentalist or not. There uh, cars exist and there are ways of uh, moving into the future responsibly, you know. Um, and uh, it doesn't diminish the the passion of driving. It's just like 
you know, there's a lot of options in the future. But that's my thing because some of my friends are listening. I hate cars. Cars are doing this and cars. I'm like, yeah, but once you get into a really good car and you drive, I guarantee you, if you went to Pecla or something like that and hopped in a Carrera S and just like slung it around the track a little bit. Ever, there's no way no one's not going to have a smile on their face. Yeah, people don't like what they know about driving and or cars. Right. It's a different experience, just like traveling. Like a different yeah. experience will expose you to new shit. Yes. And maybe you'll love it. Oh, maybe, man. maybe you won't like it maybe at all, but maybe you will maybe love you it. Yeah, but you got to give it a try and kind of at least – that's why, you know, it's like most of the shows that I do that I'm on, whether it's uh, – you know, controversial shows, I guess they're controversial, like Rogan and stuff like that. It's like, Well, Rogan's controversial now. I would have called that mainstream a month ago. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I, guess I mean, he's, true. everyone said he's like the Carson of these days because of the audience, you know? Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I see your point. So but, anyway. You know, I, well, I mean, for me, it's like, you know, he says it himself, whether he whether he exercises it <laughs> well or not. But he's like, like the, the other viewpoints type of thing or whatever. I don't go quite that far but i definitely want to understand why does someone love what they love why do yeah. why, why do why does because i don't understand it why do people love using auto-tune on vocals on songs like, why, why do they like it <laughs> what is the reason there is there is no good answer for it, oh, it I, kills I, me. I haven't found one but um but you know it's like i at least want to make an attempt to go like to ask a producer a successful producer like why do you think people use this is it just because it's something we're used to or whatever but i try to like hit all the different angles as much as possible and mm-hmm. and and i like um kind of encouraging people to have a broader understanding of the world that they live in i think you've used more of a truth teller too like uh, you know we had a conversation about you on the late late show and I, I know obviously you serve many purposes on that show but the one that i found that intrigued me so much was i and, and this is this is my assessment by the way it's not like somebody this was not in his contract to be this way but i found that when, when we watch the show, we watch the clips on YouTube sometimes afterwards when yeah. they'll do the wrap-ups or whatever of the, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the montages and stuff. Yeah. We picked you up. Like over COVID, we both started watching because yeah. the show got really good when you yes. guys were doing the cruise right? shows. Off the rails. That's when, it, that's when I feel like you guys were on the air for years, and that's when the show found its voice. Yes. It's crazy. A hundred percent. Anyway, what I'm trying to say here is I found that you were the barometer for whether what, something was funny or not in the room. Like – a, a joke is delivered either by James or someone else, whoever it is, or something. Some comedy is delivered, something. And then somehow we kind of see, well, what does Reggie think of that? Whether the camera cuts to you, whether you say something, whether the audience waits for you to react. And there's something very comfortable about it because it feels very real and authentic. You do not seem to be um, – it's weird to say. You don't seem to be part of the act. You're almost commenting on the act. And I want to know if that's on purpose. I want to know what that's all about. Tell me anything you want to tell me about it. It's just an observation. No, I think that's a wonderful observation. And thanks for seeing that. That's how I. That's how I view it. Like I, I, I'm watching the show. Yeah. You know, like that's that's kind of what my thing is. Like, but how do you do that? How do you fake that? Like, do, do you not? Do you genuinely not know what's coming up? I have no idea. No, I mean, I perfect. Well, okay. So in the beginning, when we were doing the show, obviously they wanted us to rehearse, blah blah blah. blah. But I told James going into the show, I was like, I don't want the the band to rehearse. I want us to be mostly improvising um, and being able to make calls on the fly or whatever. Because the music that we're doing, the amount of time that you're playing in and out of a break is so tiny. That's what Schaefer used to do too. They used to literally wing it. I mean, yeah, they would kind of pick what songs they were going to do sure. in the commercial breaks or whatever. But other than that, they would sort of wing it so that they were all more 
ready for live. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, that's that's. I did not know that. But um, <laughs> I, weird wild I, stuff. I, 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 <laughs> oh, um, but yeah. So I mean, the, the idea from the get go is like I wanted there to be a looseness and an improvisational nature to what the band does, and then ultimately to what I do. And so they would have me in for rehearsals, but then I I stopped going to. Re- I one day I just stopped going. It was so funny to me. I was like. I was like, yeah. See if they notice. I'm not going to do this anymore. Because, because, and it wasn't out of like laziness. It was because I didn't want to see the monologue again. Yeah. Once I've seen the monologue once, now I know all the jokes. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's say 10% of the jokes change after the rehearsal because they always want to modify sure, stuff. Punch it up, whatever. yeah. Sure. But I, I just, I didn't like that feeling of, because then I felt like I was, I was faking it when I was laughing. It was just kind of a half-assed laugh. And then when I when I did that, um, no one really said anything about me not showing up to rehearsals. But then um, the showrunner Ben Winston chimed in one day because he's 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 on comms as well, and he was just like, he's like Reggie, I love it when you, I, I like it when I hear you genuinely laughing at stuff. It really helps. And I was like, yeah, man. I mean, that's if I'm seeing it for the first time, it's yeah. a real reaction. Yeah, and I would rather because I usually don't know. I don't know who the, the guests are. Like, as he's announcing who's on the show, that's when I'm finding out who's oh, on the show. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I'm just like the guy watching the show. It's like my eating the salad thing was kind of like, just kind of became a part of the show. Which I haven't kind of... watched that Your Salad Fell Down. I saw oh, that in my queue, uh, yes. but I haven't seen it. It's 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 pretty stupid. But I mean, it's like, because I always- but those the, are the real yeah, moments. Those are the real moments. That's yeah. what we all need. That's, that's what makes these shows fun. Yes. When they're all produced and strangled, and there's a lot of shows out there that are like what I'm talking about, not yours. Yeah. Um, you tend strangle is the only word I can think. You suck yeah. the air out of the room, and it's a little too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe well, it's good for some people, but I'm out. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I mean, it's not fun at all. It's not fun. I mean, I like I like it when our show feels like we're you know everyone's kind of like, well, what's going to happen? It's a combination of like, oh, this will be a normal show. It's the segment, then the segment, the segment. But then like something will something crazy will happen, or guests will go crazy, or an accident will happen, and uh, and then that becomes a special show instantaneously. You know, which I love because the standard show is fun. But then when something crazy or something accidental occurs um, and we roll with it, it's it always makes for a more special show. That's the closest thing to the the water cooler moments that they used to talk about in the old days. Like that that doing mm. it that way is the closest uh, way to generate that type of. And by the way, I guess nowadays it's viral content. Sure. Like those mm-hmm. those little moments that you weren't planned or whatever. Yeah. Becomes the standout. Yes, I mean, and that's kind of like how it. That's kind of something that we discovered about the show. I mean, Ben always wanted it, and probably James as well, but Ben always wanted it to be a little, you know, as they say in the UK, shambolic, you know? <laughs> um, and 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 I like that, too. I love it. So I love being the guy that's on the outside. It's like, ah, oh, it's not that funny. Yeah, because oh, that's, that's okay. Funny. Yeah, and that's okay, and I'm, I'm casual about it. You know, like, sometimes I'm just like, like, he'll ask me a question, I'll be like, oh, sorry, what was that? Because I'm, like, spaced out about something or whatever, and and... Or sometimes it. it seems like your lack of response is the response, which I love. Yeah, yes, right. That's you know true. what I mean. That's as, true. A, as a comedy fan, discomfort is my 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 my. That's where I'm most comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Um, so when sometimes the the camera will cut to you and you're just deadpan with the glasses on, like, oh, is somebody waiting for me to say uh, something? Because yeah, 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 like, yeah, totally. I'm just waiting for the show to go on. You all thought that was funny. I guess. I all right. I Next. Know. <laughs> I, I know. And I'm like, oh shit. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's that honesty that I guess uh, maybe it's confidence in the rest of the guys, James, and the producers. It's that kind of honesty um, that makes the show worth watching. It's that type of authenticity, I should say, that is what makes the show worth watching for me. 
Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I, I think so too. And like you said, the show really found its voice during COVID. I mean, when we came back into the studio and we're like, what are we going to do? And like, well, let's put the writers on the floor. Genius. You know, You're oh, solving two problems. Shit. It's genius. Yep. You got an audience, but you also have people who can chime in because they're really fucking funny. And um, yeah. And then slowly as guests, you know, started ch coming in and being, being able to show up in person and the protocols are being figured out and all that stuff. We already had that base of kind of riff, like that riff culture. The monologues uh, guaranteed are about 60% longer than what you see on TV. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Does he still do a monologue? We Again, we don't watch well, the whole show. Okay, it, I thought it started at the let's desk not, these days. Let's not call it a monologue. It's not really a monologue. I guess it's um, it's funny because I'm just now kind of realizing this. It's just him starting the show and introducing guests. That's yeah. what I so, – but at the desk. Yeah, You guys will desk. do a little mini theme. He comes on. It's almost like let's just get to it. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, he introduces the guy and then he goes to the news. So I guess the news now has become the monologue. The news has become one of the funniest segments because of the band. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all Steve. <laughs> Steve Scalfati, man. He's the genius. He's Well done to all of you. Oh, well, thanks. And Steve, obviously. Thanks. But Steve, I mean, Steve is like, he's the guy. I mean, when I put that band together, Steve was my secret weapon. Really? 100%. Well, Steve and Tim. Okay. Tim Young, the guitar player, is one of the most brilliant musicians I know on the planet. He's, he's his level of musicianship and his ability for uh, recall and his understand his total almost complete understanding of every kind of music technical um, or simplistic or chaotic he has been involved in every type of music you can imagine but as all he can also remember every single piece of music he's ever he's ever made Ooh, or played one so of he's got this photographic kind of muscle memory wow. um, well that is what you want for genius. that job to be able to pull from the whole catalog at any point oh totally and the, and he became and so i was like oh he's going to become like number one it's gonna be Riker essentially in, in Star Trek I knew that, oh yeah make it so yeah, yeah sure I knew he would become that dude I just had a feeling I didn't I didn't tell him that's what was gonna happen but my instinct was like I get Steve Scalfati key, plays keyboards plays saxophone um, but he, he plays saxophone too yeah he's a sax that's player. awesome he's actually like kind of a sax player first and he almost got a record deal and went the same path as Kenny G back in the early 90s oh, shit. but um yeah, he uh, he started a company called IQ Beats, which I think still exists. And he started with his British partner, and uh, they they create uh, soundalikes um, and audio logos, station IDs. No kidding. So that was their whole business, and they just banked Whoa. banked music, right? And this was before the you know like. And you can just pick any song you want, basically anything yeah. that's popular. Just go do a soundalike. Just do a soundalike, you know, or whatever. Or the people would ask them specifically for oh, things, whatever. And so I knew that he could re he can reverse. I could play him a piece of music from a commercial, like he's doing one right now. For I'm just doing this. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm doing I'm doing a Jordache look commercial from the like 80s. From the, I remember the yeah, Jordache, the Jordache look, look, right? When somebody the girl goes by with her butt in the jeans, yeah, and yeah, the guy yeah. turns around and looks. Yeah, the Jordache totally, look. The Jordache look. Yeah. yeah. And the video that I'm recreating is just like a bunch of like, like, like. Really, <laughs> She's like, "How do you know this stuff, it's nerds?" Like, it's like, well, because it's fucking Jordache. <laughs> but um, no, but uh, you know, I gave him the commercial, and he was like, "Oh, I'll do that," and like within like. Three four hours, he sent back a thing. It sounds exactly like the commercial music because he can listen to it. And he go, he knows which compressors were used. He knew, oh, he knows which whoa. consoles were used. He knows which synths were used. His ear is so finely tuned. So he's not even deconstruct. He's not just deconstructing the music. He's de deconstructing the production of the music completely. Holy shit, yeah, that's awesome. He's like forensic. You know, that's so, mad. You, that's a great guy on your team. Yeah, I see your point. And I knew that they would. He would come in handy because if we need to create a jingle for a tune, or if they do a bit that needs like a type of music at the beginning 
editing of it or whatever. He's the guy who can do that. So I knew that he would be useful. And then, yeah, and Tim, of course, is just like a great natural leader because he knows all the tracks and he's a great director, you know. So he's 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 technically like now he's he's more the musical director. I'd say he's like the he shows up for rehearsal. He shows up for rehearsal and he's the one calling the shots. Wow. I can in the beginning I was the one calling like what we would do and so forth. Then on occasion I'll be like, "Oh, let's not do that. Let's just do a riff." Or like we're in between we're on commercial break and I start playing a thing on the keyboards and I'm like, "You know what? Let's play this instead." Switch it up. And then he'll be like, "Oh, okay, fine. Let's do that." So I always still have final final say, but it's very rare that I do that anymore. Now the show just kind of runs because we've amassed probably close to a thousand bumps that we can choose from we have we have our own catalog um so it's that's amazing that's cool that must kind of be (laughs) that must be some weird accomplishment that you never intended to accomplish like that's kind of a cool thing that you probably never set out well i gotta have at least a thousand fucking (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) bumps in my pocket for a show for i know i know yeah it, it just kind of it worked out and the other thing i didn't even think about of course when i was you know setting up the band is it's uh, it's all on publishing now. So now, because it's all original music, it's that's we get all that publishing. Yeah. So, um, which I never even thought about. Shiver I was still just, gets played if you paid if you play uh, late night, even on YouTube. Yes, yes, and syndic- with syndication as well. So we still get like this passive income that's awesome. coming in, um, and that's super rad. So that actually worked out really well. And then of course I just split all of the publishing equally with everybody instead of being like I'm so the no, band leader. So no fights. So I get a cut. Yeah, fuck that. Good for you. Fuck Good that. for everybody. Friends rules. Oh yeah, for uh, everybody gets a boxster. You get a boxster. You get <laughs> oh a boxster. Everybody gets a boxster. Why not? I gotta have one in the back pocket. <laughs> boxster in the back pocket. <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. Do you? Do you? I mean, this is a silly question, but do you enjoy the job? No, I think it's stupid. I figured I was, that's um, why I was asking. It's dumb. Yeah, it's just a dumb, dumb job. Um, no, it's um, no. Of course, I mean, I, I it's musical comedy, right? I mean, that's hard to turn down. Yeah, right? I I do. You know, it's funny. It's a funny thing. Like, um, it's 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 a you know even today when I came back like after the weekend, well, what a crazy weekend. You know, we had like you know came up for good vibes on Friday. We hung out until like. Close this place down. <laughs> Two o'clock. Yeah. Then, was, we drove, then we drove. Yeah. Then we did a drive. Photo shoots on the way down. Totally. And that was super sweet. It was awesome. <laughs> had a great day. You know, I had a great day. And then like you know, Sunday was like a you know Blueies and fucking Malibu. And Malibu after, it was yeah. really really beautiful. Like nice like driving. Good people. Good friends. Meeting more people. All that stuff. And then like you know Monday comes and I'm like oh I gotta go to work. You know. And then uh, really it's the drive that sometimes to get the TV city. I'm just like ah oh, I gotta do this drive. It's it's fine. It, there's just nothing. I, I have no room. There's not even one. How do you like the job? Well, complain. the commute's a little rough. <laughs> yeah, the commute's rough. It's like I don't. I can't really complain. All I can say is uh, I would. I do look forward in the future when it organically, naturalistically happens, to have my own show that I've created, that I'm in charge of, that I dictate what the production is going to be like and what it's going to feel like and how we're going to shoot it and all that stuff. Because yeah. Like being a car guy, like I'm also a guy that like knows so much about production techniques mm. and the realities of like how much work it takes to make something do this or uh-huh. how do we technically make this happen or how should lighting work in this particular situation. Like all that stuff. I'm very, very... Are you it, looking at all of those things that. when you're watching all the videos? Like, oh, I can tell he's got a ring light on. Oh, yeah. I can oh, tell he's always. just hand-holding a GoPro. Or, always. Yeah, me too. Whenever me too. I'm watching <laughs> anything, it's a, a commercial or a television show, I, like, I, know, or the, I, I know that there's a light just <laughs> right over, right just off of camera and because it's a little bit too lit. The moment I 
hear the DJI, or the DJI, whatever the canned music that comes with the, D, the Osmo or the, oh, any, yeah, of, yeah, any yeah. of the equipment that you buy to do filmmaking, mm-hmm. all of the stuff that like the kit that comes with it. Anytime I hear the, 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 I, I want to sing it for you, but whatever. There's like one very specific one that comes with that damn Osmo. And yeah. Everybody uses it because they don't know better on the first shot, you know? Oh, so they're all publishing. Like even Porsche was going to publish a video. And I told Ray Schaefer, I was like, look, Ray, you did a great job. Yeah. But if I were you, I would lose that um, music because you're going to lose credibility immediately with your audience in that that's the canned DJI music oh, that wow. comes with the damn drone thing. You know what I mean? That's so funny. So yeah. I guess we all have our weird little nitpicky... Uh, of course. I mean, I'm always, you know, that's my whole thing. I have a show of pitching right now called Pet Peeves with Reggie Watts, and it's, um, you know, show Is the talent attached? Uh, is the what? Is the, the talent attached? No, the talent? Yeah. Uh, what, what do you mean? Like, what, like Reggie Watts. Oh, yeah. I it's am, called this with Reggie yeah, Watts. Yeah, 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 but it stars uh, Brian Cox. There you go. You open the talent changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's is like, Reggie it's okay, available? Have we confirmed? It's like it's still with Reggie Watts, but he plays a version of me. Um, yeah, but it addresses all of that stuff. All my stuff with like leaps in logic. Like, why would a character do that? It's like the person is standing too close with the gun. Of course they're going to get it grabbed. You know, it's oh, like yeah. that's not the way you hold a rifle. That's not the way that you know why is someone not changed out of their fucking clothes oh, i want to watch this show you know what i mean you're gonna, yes it's, you're gonna help make everyone feel better oh it's, it's like it's he's dri- saying the things we all want to say it drives me nuts yeah. it drives me nuts it's like i'm watching a, a discovery of witches which is just a weird i don't know why i'm i mean <laughs> i like magic shows but it's a it's just a weird show it's like because i realize especially over pandemic i watched so many shows that most shows are just soap operas Oh, well, all shows. Yeah, Almost, sure. you know, which I yeah. never even thought about, but they that they are very much like... Serials and soap operas. Serials and soap operas. They just have different lighting and different stakes. Yeah. Different different techniques for st- telling the story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's always about, Shirley, Shirley did this. Why would she have ever done it? Well, it's not our fault. We gotta say... <gasps> Rebecca, why are you here? You know, like yeah. it's it's a lot of that. But insert misunderstanding here. Yes, it's all know? just yes. a series a series of misunderstandings, <laughs> yeah. right? It's three's company. I was just gonna that was gonna yeah. be my that yeah. was gonna be my example yeah. because yeah. that's when I learned the the fucking pattern. It was like, oh, I see. Yeah. So every episode is just like some kind of crazy misunderstanding, and then somebody makes the wrong judgment based yep. on it, and then yep. the rest of the episode is figuring it out how to fix it. Totally, I know, I know, and it's just. What do you mean, know, Jack's not gay? And it's like, well, he's really not gay. It's like he's like, you know. <laughs> it was this in the Why? show in the oh, old yeah. days it was like, this Mr. Roper I know and he's like you know and just like what I'm like no you know and my mom's just like laughing I'm like why are you laughing mom was like oh because we had actually growing up we she had uh, two friends they were a gay couple mm-hmm. but of course they couldn't tell anybody and it was in Great Falls Montana but oddly oh, Montana's sure. kind of weirdly tolerant of that stuff yeah. and, and, do your own uh, thing nobody cares that's that, that's totally Montana Montana's like if you're not fucking with me don't worry I, <laughs> yeah I yeah I'm good with you I don't care you know I, I just, actually I just, there's enough land that people can be that way here we're all on true. top of each other yeah that's yeah that's true and people take things personally Personally, and also if they're just personal lives are not in order, they need something to vent on. But, but Montana, like if you don't like the way you look, just turn. You know I know. I mean? Then there's fucking nothing forever. Yeah, or they'll just be like, oh, that's a weird person. As long as they're good. I mean, that's the thing. It's your character, ultimately. Yeah. You know, like it's not, I mean, I don't say like it, it's always that way, but I would say most of the time people in Montana, like at least me growing up, like I was a weird kid. I was a weirdo, but like they just kind of were like, oh, he's that weird dude, but he's, he's real nice. And that's it. 
And they're like, oh, or that that Indian fellow, you know, like and it's like you're like, well, it's not quite the right language, but I get what you said. But he's talking really positively about it. It's like, oh, I thought they were all like this, but actually, oh, he's God. really cool. And I'm like, well, you know what? That's that's good. That's that's in the positive direction. Yeah, that's what I was to do with the grandparents because they would still use the words that you can't wor- use, yeah, but they were yeah. not saying it wasn't derogatory. It right. was just talking about the guy down the street or whatever. Yeah, and it was like, all right, Papa, can we if we can just change the nomenclature a little I bit? Know. Like, no one has any issues with what you're saying it's how you're saying it. yeah 100%, 100% but but agreed at least it's more positive than solely just well the blah 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 not good not good racist racist yeah insert totally. whatever here <laughs> yeah no it was like you know very rarely i mean you know obviously this thing but but i will say that like that's kind of like the thing that i took from growing up there and kind of why i more tolerant yeah tolerant no like kind of uh, an unexpected way like that tolerant plus yes tolerant plus yeah almost (laughs) accidental tolerance you know or like it's a byproduct the byproduct is tolerance oh that's interesting you know yeah yeah it's not the main goal but you sort of get there by accident yeah it's definitely i mean like even my mom like today she was at the she's in the hospital she she had like a bad uti and so they. i didn't know if we could talk about this your mom's doing okay yeah she's doing much better she finally got home which is great but my mom is like kind of like you know how anti-vaxxers and uh, my body, my choice, that type of thing or whatever. Oh, for you know, sure, like, yeah. There's like the thing that don't really, tell me what to do. Yeah, don't tell me what to do. It's like you know, don't tread on me, all that stuff, whatever. Yeah. It's like there's an aspect of it that I understand that is actually applicable for almost anybody, um, in the sense that my mom was in the hospital. They um, wanted to. Oh, she didn't want to. Oh, they wanted to test her. This is terrible. Everyone's gonna be like, your mom sucks. But <laughs> she, uh, she, she didn't want to get tested for COVID. Because the last time she got tested, it was a nose <clears throat> swab, and it was when they were doing the deep nose things. So she puncture her sinus, or just well, give her a, it didn't give puncture. Her a little... She just did not like it yeah, at I'm... all, and um, so they wanted. I to did do that the one test. too, and for a week later, I was going. <laughs> Oh, you man. Know, trying and, to get whatever fuzz I was convinced was up in my brain, I out of my brain. And it feels like when you get it, you know, it feels like you just sniffed a bunch of wasabi. You know, it's like <laughs> that's it's what I mean. I was burns like, like a motherfucker. But so she just didn't. She didn't want to get it. She didn't want to take it. And they're like, "Well, we can't admit you," which I understand. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's a cool hospital policy, whatever. But um, they wanted. Then they were like, "Well, if we can't treat you, then we're, you're going to have to leave, <sighs> basically." And then, um, and then they were like, "Okay, well, you have to leave. You have to sign this thing that oh allows us to leave." But then my, but then the lady who's taking care of my mom, who's really cool, she's like kind of like a really independently minded. Some of the stuff that she talks about, I'm like. I'm like, ah, eh. but, but her spirit is in the right place. And so she was very helpful for my mom because she knew the law. Mm. And so she was like, they can't force her to sign anything. If she wants to leave, she can just leave because if she signs the thing, then the insurance doesn't work for that visit. So my mom didn't want to. So she told my mom about wow. that. And my mom was like, and my mom wasn't into signing it anyways. So still. so they were stuck in this like weird rock and a hard place. And then I, you know, talked to the doctor. You know, got him on the phone when when he was there. And then I was just kind of like, well, here's the deal with my mom. She doesn't want to do this. When she gets something in her head, it's not going to change. Yeah, and it has I nothing to do with you. Yeah, I would rather if I were her, I'd take the test. No problem. <clears throat> but um, she doesn't want to. I'm not going to force her. No one else should force her. Blah 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 blah. Uh, you know, and and then. Then it just works out. She just left. But the the point is, like, I just kind of realized, like, with my mom and Montana and independent thinking and all that stuff, it's like the one thing I am grateful for is that she didn't want to do that, and she stuck she stuck to her guns, and she had people around her, including myself, that was just like, listen, I understand where you guys are coming from as a hospital, and I understand the litigiousness, you know, that happens, blah yeah. blah blah. Um, but in the end, if someone doesn't want to do something and they're clear headed about it. 
you just got to respect that. And there has to be some kind of mechanism that kind of honors that. You it's know? called free will, baby. It is It is called free will. And, I, and, and it I, really comes down to that. You, you can't yeah. even necessarily explain sometimes what you believe or why. Totally, yeah. You're just like, I don't want to do that. And that should almost be enough. Yeah, it's in, it's like your own intuition yeah. guiding you, however, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's like as long as you're as long as someone explains their position as to why they would like you to do something, yeah. and you consider it, and you're like, nah, that's not for me, that's kind of it. Yeah. I you mean, know? that's that's being a human, right? That is that's being, being a human. making choices. Yeah, but hospitals don't work like that because they have, like, policies, and there's uh, litigiousness. You know, there's, uh, there's, there's this... You they know, have boxes like, to check at a yeah, hospital. Exactly. They've got to put you into a, yeah. Yeah, which I get. Again, like, there's never, I'm never the type of person that's just like, fuck these guys. It's like, no. I understand their position. Systems are for yeah. a reason. It's like, it's like, and I'm happy, you know, whatever. I'm happy that they tried and it just didn't work out. She didn't agree with it, but now she's back home and she's cool. And, and the people taking care of my mom are just really great. They're just like, she's clear headed. She's made her decisions and we'll help her maintain that position. I was like, yeah, thank you. That's so cool. That's so what that we can do. Helps me, you know, yeah. because you know, I love my mom and I realized that in the end of the day, and we, you know, this is a very light subject. I know everybody out there, but, um, <laughs> uh, but I will say at the end of the day, we have a sense of humor about it because she's just like, I'm, I'm at the age where if I want to say this and do this, then I'm just going to do that. And you ought to respect that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to protect that. I'm going to make sure she always has that, that option probably happens to different people at different ages but at some point you just reach the age where you're like fuck it yeah it's like it's my life you know it's like no doubt you know it's yeah my life. i've Don't lived however forget. for so long that it's almost like yeah. you're not going to change my mind now even if you're right yes i'm I know. set in my ways i know there's no it doesn't matter how many times we're like mom it would be better if you just did this and yeah she's yeah. just like no and i'm like ah i don't even try with mine fine. anymore i just i find out what she wants and then we work some version of that exactly hundred hundred uh, you were there the other day, sh- oh, yeah. shifting oh, gears from Jesus. mom. Now that we know that mom's okay, she's because great. you said she's, she's okay. gone home from the hospital. Yeah, she's gone home. She's in, she's at home. She's got her wine. Everything's fine. <laughs> wine, wine yeah. drinker. No, she's she a, big a wine, wine drinker, drinker too. Really? Red or white or both? Uh, mostly white, actually these days. Oh, yeah. Day drinker. White. She's a yeah. She's been drinking. That's fun. That, that lady drink. We uh, used to. We. I don't know if you drink or not. We used to drink, and we used to drink pretty lot. good because of the world of hospital hospitality and all that stuff. Oh, of course, so it much. Was just, it was just rough. Everything with her was drinks and meetings and whatever, and everybody was like, you know, how many bottles should we get? And, right. Um, we don't. Neither one with her health and everything. Neither one of us drink anymore. Yeah, uh, but I, I we never could drank. have put anybody over the top uh, under the table at one point. It's crazy. And yeah. I do, and I don't. I look back at photos from those days, and I can't even. I don't recognize. I don't recognize myself in my eyes, her either. It's like, what the fuck I, are we doing? I get it. It's really weird. Well, it's like we all go through these periods of time where we're just kind of like, I'm going to try this for a while. Or it's just built into your culture, right? So like you're in the industry and was, there's like yeah. a strong culture. The industry itself self-perpetuates it. You know, it's like yeah. every show I watch, it's like, it's a, oh, should we, do you want to get a drink? Oh, God, I'm, I'm going to need a drink. Oh, what a stressful day. I guess I need a drink. Do you want to meet for drinks? I want to have a drink. Cotty, drink. They're having wine drink. on the Today drink. Show at 9 o'clock in the yeah. morning. Like, what the shit is that? And it's like, nope. We're just telling people that's fine. Drink at work. Drink yeah. on television. <laughs> they're like, don't do drugs. It's like, guys, alcohol is a drug. <laughs> I'm sorry to. T- I, I know. I know you don't want it to be. It's because it's just like a liberal that you see it on. You see it on billboards. You see commercials for it, and it's like it's not a drug. It's just something that we do every day. It's like coffee. It's like no, man. It's a fucking drug. Um. So fuck you. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just leave. We're a perfect segue to perfect. All right. So this is a beautiful uh, uh, piece of artwork that was sent to us. All right. So if you can't tell what this is. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that you said beautiful. Well, I like the artwork. I do like sure. the artwork. Sure. I don't understand it, no, which that's is why the, we need people's help. Yeah, the beauty but thing. But if this were large, like if this were even this size maybe, but if, say this was uh-huh. a giant... Nobody can hear me. Say this were really big. Uh, I would totally say, like. The, I like the colors. I like the style. Yeah. I like the bizarre. I like that. I don't get it. If it were big, I might put it on the wall. But I want to see if people can help me get it. So we ha- what we have here is a 356 on a pool table, like sitting on a blue felt pool table, with the one and five ball showing. Now it could just be that this is a 356 on a pool table with the one and five showing. Yep. But it, it, those are a lot of choices to make for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> so Reggie and I would like to know exactly what this means. Somebody the other day said, oh, well, the, the 356 is the cue ball. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I mean, okay. But again, I go, why? Yeah. I still like it, but it's yeah. dogs playing poker. Like, whose decision and why? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like folk art, you know? It's like folk art in your grandpa's garage or something like that. And <laughs> My like, racist you, grandpa? Yeah, your racist grandpa, <laughs> which are the best grandpas. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's one of those, it's just like, I looked at it, I'm just like, it just immediately puts you in this, like, I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know what's happening. But meanwhile, like the artwork, the art that this is, yeah. is good. The is quality it, is good. I mean, the, is it? The picture is, I'm like, I really like it. There's so I wish I understood it. I feel too I stupid. It, it just makes me feel just, dumb is my problem. I mean... I mean, was this? Oh, I see. So it is a. It's a form of painting. Is it a digital painting? Maybe I guess it is a digital painting. Um, Fifteen years of. I don't know. I don't. I know. <laughs> it's because we thought. Oh well, if all the balls were there except for the three, the five, and the six, but the car's there instead. Like, oh, okay, I get that. We couldn't. It's probably really simple. There's no clue on the back. No, it's not supposed to be a riddle. I'm the one who's looking at one. It's I mean, supposed to just be a lovely gift, and here I am looking a gift horse in the mouth, going, yeah. well, what's it mean? I, I think I kind of know what it is. I think what it is is that um, the 356 was probably designed in, um, in 1915. And they shelved it. They shelved the design for a really long time. <laughs> wait, said, wait till after the war. Yeah, wait till after the war. Someone <laughs> knew that the war was coming. And they're like, you know what? If we, if we start on this program, it's like we're going to waste. There's Potentially, we're going to waste the opportunity. So they sat on it. And so that's kind of what it is. It's like the uncertainty of making a shot. There we go. You know, and so, yeah. So 1915, the 356 was actually designed for the first time. There we go. And so now we it. have the real history, the encyclopedic that, history that's that what we it is. can, yeah. That's All what right. it is. So everybody knows. Now probably, we know. It's probably the only thing it could be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm grateful for it. This is from, uh, is it Atomic Age? You know, the guy in the Canary Islands who makes um, really cool cars out of paper? Sounds like oh, a joke, but sick. it's not. Wow. Um, like he would make my car out of paper or something and they would send it to you. And it's like like paper mache, but like it looks like our car, but it's kind of crinkled and it's paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really weird. Oh, I love that. I love that. So I like your art and I like this as well. And I'm grateful for it. Yeah, I'm grateful for it too because it's nothing but an infinite loop. It's like, it's like you think, you know, it's a fractal. Essentially, it's like you try to choose a location where you think the fractal pattern is emerging will from, and then be, you realize yeah. that there is no, you that was, wrong. you were wrong. Yeah. And you will always be wrong. Did you ever play the video game Portal? Do you remember that? Oh, I remember. Yeah, I love it. It, it was crazy. It b- broke my mind. I couldn't, my, I was too linear at the time to actually get, I was like, ah, I can't do it. I forget. <laughs> this hurts. Yeah, back to Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> do you, are you a gamer? Do you game at all? Yeah. You do? I do. Yeah. Like a lot? A bit? Yeah, a specific only like 
two or three games. One main game and then two games that I slowly am nibbling at. But This uh, is me too, but what are your games? The main game that I play is The Division 2. Tom Clancy's The Division Oh, is that a shoot em? shoot em game? Yeah, it's a third-person shooter, cover okay. shooter. Okay. And um, I just... I can't stop playing. Is it the story or is it the <laughs> gameplay action that you like? It's the gameplay action because it's trying. My whole thing is like, well, obviously doing well. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's all tactics. So it's like, well, where am I going to hide for cover? Where am I moving up to next? Like, where is someone coming in from? Are they going to come in from these doors or whatever? They're mm-hmm. going to send in more guys and, I, and I'm going to be stuck in the middle. I'm going to be ambushed, whatever. But you can... Um, you can play with other people and they're just random. So like I'll be playing my own game, just like free roaming around Washington DC. And like, you know, you, you end up doing the same things over and over That's again. That's me and Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. But I don't, but I don't care. No, me neither. You know, it's just like, Oh, well I'm going to like do this like control point. I'm going to do another control point and another control point. And I know this control point by heart now. So now I know where to stand, whatever. But I like, blow people up at the hospital or find a tunnel or something. Yeah. Kill yeah. people on a bus. Eh, whatever. Yeah. But it, but it, yeah, but it never stops. It's just, it's always it's always a challenge, and it's always great. But um, what do you use it for? I'm sorry to cut you off. Do you use it, like is it for R and R for you? Like I don't actually intend to get any further in Grand Theft Auto. I literally use it to screw my like unscramble my brain for a half an hour before like settling down to watch a movie or something. Yeah. Like no. is it is that what you, you'll just dial it up for a little bit to kind of unwind, or will you go for like those six seven hour sessions and like go hard and like I gotta finish the game. <laughs> Uh, it depends if, if there's like you know there's like the game has the initial storyline. Once you finish the storyline, then it just becomes kind of open world. Okay, kind of thing, we're on right? the same exact page. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like, and then they'll have these uh, DLC things that'll come along, sure. and suddenly they'll be like, oh, a new mission is up, and there's like a new badass, like really you know bad crew of people that need to be taken down. It's Grand Theft Auto does that all the time too. Yeah. So you have a new mission, right? Cool. And then you like do the mission, but the, but what I love about it is that you can play with other people. So um, you know I'll be playing by myself, and then also it'll say like agent in need of backup or whatever and then you're like, like you, I'm on my way yeah, so <laughs> you scroll to the map and you like see where they're at and you can kind of see the stats and what, what they're doing or the free roaming or are they doing a mission or whatever I never I never really even pay attention I just like I just immediately join a person's game and then you're just helping someone with a game and you're all working tactically together are and you it's on beautiful. the thing talking as well or are you just S- sitting there watching the TV seldom because I'm disappointed at the people <laughs> when you start talking to people it's like yeah no I can't do that either that's why I was asking some racist like kind of sexist racist shit it's kind of like this the stuff that I care about too much that I don't want to I would rather just play I don't. I don't yeah. need to hear the person's voice. I don't play online for that reason. I I play uh, Grand Theft Auto just for fun. But and then the Forza I like. Just oh, Forza, because nice. I. Uh, Do you have a steering wheel or are you using the joystick? I'm still using the controller because I went and <laughs> I went to the like maybe twenty five hundred dollar route yeah. of like uh, that level of yeah. steering wheel seat and all the stuff. Yeah. And. I did a review on it, and I was like, "All oh, this stuff you didn't sucks. Like it? All this stuff sucks. You got to really get into like the the ten grand Fanatec, all the real digital right, stuff real, to real really stuff. feel it all. Otherwise, for me, I was like, toy, and I'm better with the thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. For yeah. Me. See, I, I not I, everyone agrees with that, but that's how I, I felt when I tried it. I can't. I can't do joysticks for for driving games. Like if there's a driving component to a game, I will use the joystick. Of course, it's easy. I'm but, sure if I learned on the wheel first and then tried to do a joystick, it would probably be the opposite. But because I've been playing Forza on a fucking controller for right. 12 years or whatever since it came out yeah i mean I, I, I get that but it's it's just like for me it's like trying to thread a needle you know and you're not you're not quite able to do it like mm-hmm. that feeling like 
uh, uh, you know, like I, yeah. I, I feel like I'm going mad. Like, yeah, like that's because I know I can do it. Why can't I do it? Yeah, I'm just like the car and the cars. Like that's the thing about like I watch a lot of what, what is that guy called? I watch this dude. He's like got the best rig that you can imagine. Oh, the guy with the hundred thousand dollar rig where the seat moves around and all the stuff. Yes, blows air in his ears. And yeah, all that you know, shit. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, um, um, I'll, I'll get his um, name. He's right got now. a YouTube channel which shows him racing and stuff, and his like the seat moves around and stuff. Yeah, um, it's uh, God, what's like the it name? Shifts of back it? and forth. It's on a rumble thing. The whole thing like shakes. Why? Why is like why do I have full bars and it's like it can't fucking work? Okay, here we go. <laughs> because we're utilizing all of the internet oh. in this place right now. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here it is. It is uh, the guy's got the oh boosted media. That's it. No, no, but that's but the guy is somebody different. But he's got the, the... well, that's the one dude. He's one dude, but he oh, that's call, his name. Boosted yeah, media. That's his channel is boosted okay. media. Go follow but he, boosted media. He created. Yeah, definitely check out boosted media. This guy's awesome. He's an he's an Aussie dude, um, and. He's just built, he and his friend have like, you know, they're just like engineering nerds and uh, passionate about sim racing and so forth. And he's created this rig, but he's created it for people to watch the, him driving. Right. So it's all like the camera's mounted just on the edge of his eyes. So right. you get that direct view. And then the screens, he's got a three screen setup and it's calibrated so that from the camera's point of view, the the graphics of the car he's in mixed with the actual steering wheel that he has, which he has like, you know. It, it looks like it matches. State of the art. It looks, you know, there's like a couple hints here and there, but it you kind of don't realize that it's a, it's it's graphics with a, just a little bit of a real th- steering wheel. And we talked about this as well, but he blends the edges of the screens with some kind of plastic diffusion stuff. Yes. So you kind of don't really even see the lines. Like yes. you really got to look for it. Yeah, you really got to look for it. And he's using um I didn't didn't re- we didn't realize this, but I actually want to get one. They make these gaming monitors that they're called large format gaming monitors or something like that. What are they faster refresh rate or something? Yeah, they're like 120 um oh. uh refresh rate um and in fact there's a prototype that just came out it's 500. Um, so wow. who, knows, who knows if that makes a difference, but, but, um, they make these gaming monitors, but they're massive and that's what they're using. They're using three of these Whoa. massive gaming. I forget what they are. They're like 65 inches or something. Th- like I that. remember them being 60 or something huge. They were huge, crazy, huge, 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 but the it's res- got to screw with your, um, your, your sense of reality. It's got to be surreal. Like your screws oh, with your equilibrium and stuff. I would imagine. Oh, well, plus with the, with the motion rig. That's you what know, I mean. All of know, that stuff in with screens that yeah, big. I know, I know. It's like IMAX. I, I want it, you know, I, I just I want to go to a place and I think Matt Farah told me, gave me the address of some places by the airport that has like full super professional badass. The, I rigs, forget the name of it, but there rigs. are a couple. Yeah. And I I really want to do that because uh Let's go sometime. Uh, let's, let's go do to, it. Let's totally go. Yeah, we'll, like film we'll some set it stuff up or exactly and they'll I would let us love that. Because I tried VR, the VR version of it at Pekla. Bad idea. Don't me, do it. Me too. It I, makes I you talk so about dizzy. the motion sickness. It's gross. I, I can't like, snorkel either, but uh, this is gross. I hate this. Like that was and and you know, and I'm a VR guy. I was doing VR pretty hard for a while and now I've kind of backed off of it. But um Oculus but, back then? No, no. I was okay. doing like um HTC um, I was doing like the Vive Pro. Um, I did. I have like probably it's, six different headsets. Did you find it gimmicky? I'm like, I'm sorry to bounce around everywhere. Sorry, yeah, everybody. Now it's just, just us having down. a this conversation. It's time to wrap it up, but we're just yes. we're just shooting the shit. <laughs> guys, we're just don't tell anybody this. We're just having a private conversation. Now you guys can go like cook stuff or whatever, but the, don't listen to this part. So what? What? <laughs> I don't even remember. It seems like it seems so fatty to me when I put it on. I was like, ah, I didn't really, and I knew I could get used to it and get adjusted sure. to. I knew I could acclimate. Um, but it just once I did it, while there was a cool factor and an amazing wow, holy shit, this is the future. I also felt like, 
or is it just a total fucking gimmick? Like, we're going to be living in the metaverse and everything. We're all going to need that shit, right? Unless we're going to have rooms like this in our house with big green screens or whatever. Yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be some sort of goggly headset. So, yeah. we're, some, I mean, we're <laughs> if I want to live in the next X amount of years, I guess I got to acclimate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, 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 the main problem with VR is if you want really good VR, if you want a great VR experience, you're talking about a $4,000 computer. You know, at least you're talking about uh, an intensive, a graphic, a graphic card that can really handle all the no- crunchy numbers. And then you've got a headset that has a good field of view that has really high resolution oh, so per there's a eye. Lot of variables I wasn't OLED. playing with. Yeah, like the how tall is the image? Do you so you're not like seeing everything through a night's visor? You know, yeah. and you've got like a bigger field of view. Um, the motion tracking has to be like spot on. You know, so you have lighthouses. Is inside out tracking? Is it outside in tracking? Holy is it smokes. is it a hybrid system? Then you've got a big ass HDMI cable like hanging off of the rig, so you have to be careful of where the the cord is. And then you've got these. Controllers, which are dope, but like you can't do fine motor skill stuff with it. It's it's really like we're at a point where we're getting closer because headsets are now getting smaller now, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. But they need to be small. You need to be able to slap them on like a pair of ski goggles and not and just have them on. They're on. You put them on. They're ready to go. No more futzing with it. Yeah, it's like starting the program, waiting for the headset to sync, waiting for it to boot. Oh, suddenly there's an update now. It's like, I was fuck, having... I just want to jump in. <laughs> These were my complaints with the with the steering wheel and all that other shit. It was kind of the same exactly. thing. It was like just getting it all to work was yeah. a hassle. Just fucking work. I like turning on the Xbox and fucking racing. Cause I Because that's what I'm using it for, you know? 100%. I don't want to warm up my equipment. No, no, no. no <laughs> I do that in here. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like all these, I think for people to adopt things and Quest is, you know, they're, they're doing good. They sold more Quest, more Quest 2s were sold than Xboxes. Seriously? Year. Yes. Well, is that because of the constraint, the, 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 Supply. Oh, the supply chain because maybe had an effect on it. They're still sold out of Xboxes for a year and a half or whatever. Like you yeah. still can't get one. That could be it. That could be it. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, that might be it. But I either mean, way though, that they means sold a shit Those ton, are though. numbers in the market. Yeah. Yes, and it's you know, and and as much as I fucking loathe Facebook, you know, it's like I applaud their Quest division for like pushing it, and hopefully. We're going to see headsets, and then, well, ultimately, when Apple releases their AR—that's what—that's the answer. That's, when, that becomes when that the happens, answer. because only they're going to be able to to really get it as close as you can get to. Because essentially, what to me, what technology is trying to do is to try to mimic what already functions well. So, like, yeah, no if, shit. If you want to write something and you have a typewriter, you just start writing on the typewriter, or even better yet. A word processor, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a proprietary device. Smith and Corona. All, all it does is do that, and that's that's the same thing with me. If it, if I have a driving rig, if I had a sim rig in my house, I just I don't want to worry about updating. I want the system to take care of itself. That's it. I don't want to. Con- and some people love it. They love tinkering. You know, it's like the difference, like talking about cars. Like some people love old cars because they love fucking going in and like, oh, I got to replace this thing. Oh, I bet you it's because of this gasket. Yeah. Oh, I was right. It's the They're gasket. having fun with all. Oh, of I got to change. They love it. They love taking care of the maintenance of it. I like shit to just fucking work. Yeah, because I want to use my thinking for other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to waste my time on that. It's not. I mean, for me, it would be a waste of time. For other people, it would be a joy, joyous time. But I very much agree. But I just wanted to like and that's why i always tell people the future is proprietary to me mm-hmm. i want you know like i was talking about like i don't i don't like i love you know it's this is a great thing for many reasons but uh if i want to like just take a video or a picture it's still 
a little stilted. Like Agreed. I, I still have to like, like, oh, I want to take a video. And then I do this and it doesn't go to camera mode right away. And then it goes into another thing. And then I have to end up unlocking it and then finding the camera thing and then pressing it. This is one of those devices, like most devices, I liked a lot more when it did less. Oh, 100%. The more this yeah. does, the less I like it. Exactly. The newer, bigger one, like, okay, yes, it is a better camera, but it's harder to use. Yes, it is. Everything seems <sighs> to be buried in menus, and, you know, yeah. nothing is just on the surface anymore. It's 10 fucking files down. You got to, oh, dude, you know, yeah. everything's brackets. I would rather have something that was shaped like this that is just a camera. That's what we were saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what you mean by proprietary, just individual. Yeah. We call it, yeah, instead of one device to do it all, just yeah. fucking singular device. I, I want, you know, it's like why I got the DJ Osmo or whatever, you know, like, like I loved it. It's, you must love that song that comes with it. I don't remember that song at all. I've never heard it. I've never heard it. I don't know what it is. Um, but, you know how if you have that thing, and so if you don't edit your own thing, but if you uh -huh. just have the little thing like, oh, auto make it, make a video, oh, whatever, and then there's background you. music, right. that, like it's one of 12 tracks or Reddit that come with the unit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I, I never, you know, I never edit. I always just, I take a moment and then I post a moment. So uh. I, I don't, I don't have that, that, so I don't have access to that. But, you know, I don't know, someday, hopefully, we'll see. I, you know, I No worries. <laughs> there's no pressure. I We're going to have other people shooting your content, Motor Trend and otherwise. Well, that's what Haggerty, I, that's, somebody. That's what I like. I like, I like. I like seasoned professionals doing what they do. They're really good at all the things that they do. And then I'm really great at what I do because I can, I, I can come up with cool concepts. I can be a goofball. I can do whatever it is that I intend to do. But I love it when there's like someone who just handles sound and someone who just handles lighting and someone who just handles video. And they love doing it. And it's <laughs> and what I'm asking them to do is a it's fraction not a of chore. their capability. Exactly. It's a fraction of their capability. I love so that. So everything stays light, fun, and looks fucking sick. You know, that's 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 my future. That's what I want. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that's, that's it. That's it. Uh, magic wand done. Granted. Granted. Cool. <laughs> you come on the show. And now that's it. Uh, is there anything that you have coming up that we shouldn't mention? Obviously, you're on the late late show as early as tonight at twelve thirty on twelve thirty, twelve thirty five, or whatever twelve thirty seven. Yeah, whatever it's like it shows that weird up. time. Twelve thirty seven. The damn news so, screws it up at eleven. So weird. We need that buffer. Um, no, I mean the only thing I have coming up is uh, uh, I'm working on a I'm working on an EP with my friend Brady Keane who goes who has a music project. A couple of music projects. One called Panther Modern, which you should check out. Mm, Panther Modern. Panther Modern. Sick. Yeah, if you like industrial music, like kind of like dance industrial, like Knights of Ab, Ministry. Ministry isn't dance industrial, but Ministry, Skinny Puppy, those kind of industrial bands from the '80s. He takes the spirit of that and kind of puts a cool like cyberpunk vibe, oh, vibe to it. So it's like really hard, but really good. And you're um, going to be involved with that? Yeah, we have a song that we're going to release. It's a single that we made for uh, Looking Glass, which was a, is a holographic display um, uh, maker and that released their consumer product called The uh, Portrait. Uh, and we... Uh, made a music video for the portrait specifically because it's nice, like a holographic. Awesome, you know, like for display. this device. For this device, yeah, no, no glasses needed. You just, nice. It's just like <laughs> you're just looking at it, and it looks like something, a three dimensional object behind the glass of the portrait. It looks like there's a full box behind it, and that there's like something inside <clears throat> of it. Wow. Anyways, but we made a project, so we're doing an EP on Brain Feeder, which is Flylo's label, and uh, we're going to be releasing like a four or five song EP. Oh shit! Um, so he and I, so we'll be doing that, and then you're working uh, on that currently. Currently, yeah, super cool. And uh, and then my book will be out in my book, hopefully. By, I think we turn it in in July or something like that. What's so your book? It's an autobiography. Um, it's called Great Falls. Um, I grew up in Great Falls, Montana, and it's uh, it's it's about my life, but it mainly focuses around um, 
my high school experience there because it was like so uh, amazing unique and, and amazing unique and amazing and like uh and very 80s and i loved it and so um because i eventually i want to turn that into a television show i want to be able awesome. to make it into a tv show about my life in the 80s and growing up as a mixed race kid in the air force town and oh killer you know, all that what stuff. format do you see like sitcom single camera like I- I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a series uh I think it's going to be a series single camera like dramatic series More I think it'll comedy, be whatever or? it'll be just what it is series I think it'll be humorous for sure mm-hmm. um but straight but, humorous. but it's not going to be like yeah it's not it's more like we're just going to the humor will be in the situations that we're re- good, recreating good, good, good. so we're not, not sitcom audience and all no. that more like everybody hits chris or larry sanders more yeah, that type or of freaks and geeks or something like oh, that oh well perfect yeah yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah oh yeah a brilliant show so i mean but it'll have like that 80s uh, I, I have a vision for how I want it to feel. And I want it to feel awesome. like as close, like what I thought it felt like to be back then. Yeah. And to have access to all that music, like the cure and, uh, dead Kennedys and, um, alien sex fiend and all those, all those bands. Absolutely. So, um, anyway, I watched Donnie Darko for the soundtrack. I'm one of oh, those guys. So I totally get yeah. it. Yeah. It's because that was, you know, when you're an adolescent, like it's, uh, you that, know, that was age, the soundtrack that, of our youth. Yeah. Soundtrack is the soundtrack of your life. Yeah. I mean, that, that is the, the soundtrack is your life. So, um, yeah, so I'm doing that, and um, yeah, and just like some uh, some. And I'm on stuff. TV every night. <laughs> well, whatever. That's whatever. But no, um, I know. I'm so excited for the things you've got coming up, especially because they're a little more you centric. Yeah, which to um, me is cool. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. I I I feel like I've got got some fun ideas. I think people will really enjoy. I, you know, all the stuff I want to make is stuff that I I want to get out there because I think people are going to really like it. Do you still write? Sorry to keep asking questions. Do you still no, do you still okay. write like for other like? Did you who, did you just write for Conan? I did not. No, no, no. I never. Wait, did I, you perform on Conan? I performed. You did Conan? Yeah. So uh, with Conan, it was more like I was living in New York, and then he lost the show, and then the Tonight Show, and then he wanted to do that that live tour. Yeah. Um, what was it? Legally prohibited from from appearing on, on television, appearing yeah. on television yeah. tour yeah. or whatever. Um, and uh, they did the 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 whole documentary about it. It was great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm in Conan it for a tiny stop. second, but I was asked to open for that tour. Oh, and so um, so that's how you got paired in with that whole group. Then. Yeah, Todd Levin. I don't know if you know Todd Levin. No. He's a writer, uh, producer, uh, and worked on Conan for a long time. And he pitched me to be the opener. Oh, um, wow. And so it was because of him that uh, Conan saw it and it was like, yeah, let's have it. And so that's what it was. So I, no I went on shit. tour. I did that whole tour opening um, that tour. And then, uh, then when he got his show and he came back on the air with TBS or whatever, then he would have me as an occasional guest. And I so think I, that's what I remember. But yeah. I remember you being bigger and your hair being bigger. Yes, everything was bigger. Okay. Back then, yeah. I mean, my hair is technically bigger now, but I just don't but it's, wear it. It's, I don't kept wear it. it yeah, yeah. Because it's too big now, and I'm like, ah, I'm just going to give it up. It's but fine. I remember you walking through the curtain, and it was just like, big guy, but the big hair. And I put it on for her, and I go, you have to see this. This guy's hilarious. <laughs> and I guess, I guess it would have been that, like when he first got the TBS show, it's probably when it would have been. Yeah, that, that was it, 100%. But yeah, and that's probably why. Did you know that that was the first show I ever worked on when I was in? I was a junior in high school, and I was really? interning at 30 Rock, and I was working on it the first year when they were not doing well. Oh my gosh! I was there for that's amazing. A lot of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because that you know that show, he's like one of the only talk show hosts that 
that I I really got. You know, I yeah. mean, Letterman is fucking whip smart as hell. You know, yeah. but he's kind of of a different generation. Sure. And I had a huge amount of respect, and I loved it. But Conan was like more relatable. Yeah. You know, because your he was, voice. Yeah, he's a little bit more my voice. He's an absurdist. He's a very silly, silly man. Silly. And very self deprecating. Wicked smart and silly, which super is super smart. Combo. Very silly. Um, you know, he's a he grew up Catholic, so I understand that Cath sensibility. He grew up Catholic in like Boston, so he's yes. got like a crazy Hyper. Irish Catholic guilt thing going on too. Yep. You know? Yeah, and you can see it. In his yeah, face. You sure. Can see it. Yeah, I, I, I see it. I see That's it. Like, awesome. He's like he's just like I'm having fun, but also is this a sin? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, somewhere back there, even though he's still gonna do it anyways. But like you know, and he's a redhead, and my mom's a redhead, so I'm half redhead. I'm half oh. Catholic. I'm half black. I'm half. I'm like. I'm, wow, I'm, you I'm are a little bit everything, aren't I'm everybody. you? Everybody. Potpourri. Hi guys, I'm everybody. Um, let's do a couple questions <laughs> yeah, from the Instagram questions. audience, just because I, I I don't want to forget about them. No. Uh, let's see. Ellie Carspotter wants to know <clears throat> where did you acquire your fine rice paddy hat? Uh, oh, um, <laughs> the people ask that all the time. Um, Amazon. There you go. Easy enough. Amazon.com. Uh, for Reggie, preferred hearing protection for the car. Oh, sick. That's so, a great question. So glad that he knows that. Yeah. Um, yeah. As, I don't know if people know out there, but I. I drive my car probably ninety percent of the time with earplugs, and that earplugs or earbuds. Earplugs. No shit. Yeah, uh, that includes the Tycon, but uh, the the reason why is because road noise is persistent, and doesn't matter if you have an electric car or a car with an engine, um, a, a combustion engine. It's loud. It's a compartment. Mm-hmm. It stores noise. It's it's it it it, it, it after. A, a period of time, durationally, you start to have some hearing issues because of the constant exposure to a long period of time of noise. So, but to answer the question, I use, I found my favorite earplugs in the world that I can recommend to anybody. Um, they're just ba- the best. They're called Happy Ears. Yeah. It's a Swedish company. Um, and uh, they come in three sizes. So like when you order them, you, uh, they give you small, medium, large, so you can figure out what your size is. And then if you need them in the future, now you know your size. But um, they have uh, a line that's made entirely from recycled plastics oh so and and they're very small and i'll show you though they're just awesome man that I, wasn't it, what you put on the counter are they on the counter maybe uh there was a couple things you took out oh that no were those, white. that's my those are the just the ear pods okay or whatever you call those things um well maybe i don't have mommy anyways but they're they're very tiny they're very they're about that big and they're very very flat and they and they're ovoid shaped oh so they're not custom fit for you no they're not custom fit they just they just fit for everybody and and they just like they slip in and because they're ovoid shaped they it actually fits more ergonomically with the ear canal because it's not a perfect circle yeah yeah um so you put them in there and it's great and so that's what i use and everything sounds great i blast my music and i drive hard and it's and you're not doing any damage i'm not doing any damage yeah and i always have my because they're so small it's like i just sometimes i just stuff them in my sock you know because it's like i know i always have earplugs whenever i go to a concert anything i always have them i'm so impressed i never knew that um how did reggie how does it feel to be the most popular person in automotive culture right now (laughs) easily eclipsing lewis hamilton Oh, Louie. Um, you know, <laughs> so you're I, making the rounds. I told you, you hit all the podcasts. Yeah. So now the automotive community knows about you. I now here it. you are, and they're seeing you talk about it. Oh, my God. Was I, it fun doing all the shows with everybody? Oh, I love it. It's it's you know it's the same thing Like as I was t- kind of telling people. I think we were talking about it loosely, but when I first moved to New York into the comedy community, the, the alt comedy 
scene there was like just one space. There was a place called Rufifi, started by Eugene Merman, Bobby Tisdale, right? Yeah. And then I, I started there, and at the first show that I did, everyone was like, oh, dude, you want to do my show? You want to do my... It was like that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I just found my family like really, really quickly. And uh, and then, yeah, and then being in L.A. and loving driving and, you know, finally getting introduced because of Byron. Um, oh, our, uh, he was one of our first yes. guests on this when it was a little podcast. Oh, really? Kid, yeah, love Byron. He's a wonderful, wonderful individual. And he was the one, he showed up at uh, uh, Best Fish Tacos, which is a comedy night that happens. In Hollywood, right? Yeah, in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Or in uh, Los Feliz. Uh, oh, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. East, Los, East Hollywood. E-ho? <laughs> e, e, Eho, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he showed up there and he had a you know he drove his his his, his rolling brown, coffee bean. Yeah, his, his, his love his rolling coffee bean. I was like, oh, who's driving that? And then after the show, we started talking, and he was like, yeah, you should gotta come with this place, uh, uh, Good Vibes. It's really cool on Friday, and I was like. Oh sure, I'll go with you. And then I was like, "What? You're getting up that early?" I just didn't like, understand. I was like, "Why is everyone getting up so early?" I'll talk. And um, it's like, "Well, how about just 11? Isn't noon good?" Um, but then I went with him, and then it just like it all just blew up. Yeah. It, all it took was one dude. I can't remember who it was, but it was one of the regular cats came around to the front of my 911 that I drove, and I when I optioned when I specced my 911 for some reason the front lift oh. thing was not checked. <laughs> And so I didn't have it. And so the bottom lip, thankfully, Porsche was very generous and they made that bottom lip only like a hundred bucks or something like that. So that's yeah. pretty cheap to replace. You're going to have to buy a lot of them. You have to buy a lot of them. They're, they're, it's really chewed up right now because I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll just wait for it to get super haggard. Then I'll change it. But, but meanwhile, you don't, you checked every box but that one. But that one. I have no idea how that slipped because that's like, I was like that's in my the head. One you like, wanted. That's the most important thing. Because I, <laughs> and, and here's the thing, Porsche, if you're listening, if you get the 10 millimeter lowered, sports suspension on your 911 it should automatically include the front lift Agreed. axle lift yeah. automatically it yeah. should just because they do that anyways you know when you with so, other things it, when you with other things you like you check it, it's like well if you do this you're gonna have to negate <laughs> this and then this gets added and you can't like, have why? a heated steering wheel without the executive package but, and that takes off the other thing what? but it adds this instead <laughs> well, why though because i just want the thing and so but um anyways so i didn't have it but this guy came across and he's like oh i see you uh you went with the uh front axle lift option and i was just like you motherfucker but you're like these are my people yeah these totally. are my people immediately i was like oh my god this is great and then when we started talking about shit and i was like oh they're not getting bored like you know what i mean like when i talk about car shit i'm Normally starting to talk your about regular stuff. friends are like all right well yeah. tuning out yeah they're just totally tuning out i'm like ah okay well i guess i'll just stop talking about that but anyways it's really cool check it out bye but um instead everybody's just like continuing to talk and continue to talk and i was like wow this is an amazing crew of people uh, when are you going to lower your tie can and put 18-inch wheels and neon underneath and hover around L.A. asking for a friend? Yeah, they're talking about fuck shit st- stack. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't understand that at all. I was like, why am I even having to it's, say these words to him? There's a, there's a reference in the song where I say, like, um, you buy a piece of shit car. Oh, this is from your music? Yeah, for the music, fuck shit stack. And, like, yeah, you lower the oh, was it? Lower the motherfucker, put some 18-inch rims on the motherfucker, put some neon underneath, underneath it so when I roll around this town, it looks like a hover, hover, hover. And, um, it, yeah, that's, so that's just, like, a quote from that. I'm probably not going to, but, you know, uh, someday. Maybe I'll put some neon underneath the Tycon. That would look kind of cool. Do you consider yourself a musician over comedian or comedian over musician? Do you even care? I think I'm, I think I'm both. I think, uh, I think if I had to say, like, 
on a ah, I'd say probably like a music I was a musician more of my life than a mm. comedian but I was always interested in making people laugh always but I think because I found you through comedy through yeah. I think that Conan thing yeah I think of you as a comedian and then you're up on the I guess that's our world as well yeah but then you're up on the crest and somebody else who was really excited to meet you <clears throat> as a fan of yours yeah knows you through music yes Yes. And and then it was like it sort of the domino started falling in my head and I was like oh right probably a lot of people do. <laughs> right <laughs> and yeah. it's just not my world contemporary music is not really I don't know much about it I'm still living in the 90s you I, know when it's my music you know honestly I don't I I don't know a lot about contemporary music I just like I look for the stuff that I like but um I just I'll play with anybody and and plus like most of my music like my comedy is improvised so oh. I don't really classify it necessarily as anything oh well then I I want to play with you sometime because I yeah. came up through jazz so I'm oh. I'm a big fan of like, what do you play drums and piano oh sick yeah. I mean, not in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but still, I was it's really good there. when I was little. Yeah, I used to do sessions in New York City and stuff when I was a kid. Sick. Like when I was little, little. Oh wow, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought I was going to do that professionally until I yeah. went and took an NBC tour and saw the Letterman show and Saturday Night Live and you all that stuff. And I was like, TV. oh, I guess this is something even more technical to sink my teeth into. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then but I got when did you get in, when did you get into Porsche though? Uh, roughly the same time, like 16, 17, something like that. But when yeah. my dad died, I like 10 grand and I bought a 944 turbo. So uh, it was, I bought an E30 first an E30, um, uh, 325 first. And then after a short time, like, like a year, I bought that 944 turbo. So I was, I was a 19 year old driving a a 10 year old Porsche that was made fun of for not being a Porsche. But like, Oh yeah, that's right. Now that we're where we are and the world is where it is. I'm the guy who was driving a 944 turbo (laughs) when I was 19 years old, driving to news radio and to 30 rock and shit like that. I love that. Crazy pants. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so Good I guess you. it was that early, but then I was, uh, I, I did, every, you know, BMW in the middle. Right, right, right. It was, it was that one Porsche and then the yellow car you see. That was, there was nothing in the middle. Yeah, I, I will, I will, that's, yeah, that's cool to hear because I, I, I feel like if you like cars, um, you, I want to try all of it. I mean, I've rented every kind of car you can. Oh, I've driven imagine. every car. Yeah, yeah, every car out there, especially back then when I was a kid. Oh, God, we got to wrap it up. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. You're no, get you okay. <laughs> we, uh, my whole thing was that I would go test drive all of the cars. I would hit the auto mall on a right. Saturday with some crazy story about whatever the heck. And it was always kind of half true, but I'd like borrow my mom's Audi and like go, you know yes. what I mean? So that you pull up front like, oh, well, he can afford it. So whatever. Yeah, right. And I would just test drive everything right down the fucking thing. And Man. always, no matter when something new came out and they always knew me, it was like I was a car reviewer as a kid because right. I would tell my parents' friends what stuff to buy. Oh, that's so cool. You know what I mean? I, like I, Spike had that show Matchmaker or whatever and it was like I was like that as a kid. Oh god, I I, I love it. I mean, I love it. it's like it's funny. It's like I like all cars. I'm interested in all of them, but I always keep coming back to to Porsche. Um You were born in Stuttgart. It's in your blood. I was born in Stuttgart, man. Fuck it. You know, I I'll, I'll embrace <laughs> that's it. That's amazing. I, I don't I don't care anymore. Now I'm just like, you know what? I love Porsche, okay? <laughs> Is that okay? I love Porsche. Um, there's so much more to talk about. Please just come back some other time if you I don't will. mind. All right, cool. Uh, I love you. How do we follow you? Reggie Watts on Instagram. Reggie Watts on Instagram. Else? Reggie Watts on Twitter. Twitter. And then um, I think YouTube is Reggie Watts as well. I don't really You're do much on YouTube. YouTube, not YouTube. Um, <laughs> yeah. so Utah. It's Utah's version of YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's I think. Oh, and TikTok is Reggie Watts. Oh, TikTok. You're on the TikTok. Oh, I, I bet you're big on TikTok. Tiki Toki. Hey, I bet you that I'm very big on a Tiki Toki. 
Um, no, I, you know, it's funny. I have like maybe like nine videos and they're all just terrible. So I, you know, I'm But follow him on TikTok. So you can Reggie follow Watts. me on TikTok. I don't, it's Reggie Watts something. It's a Reggie Watts and a number. You'll figure it out. Reggie Watts 111. Yeah, Reggie Watts 111. All my shit from now on. Fuck 23. Um, oh, really quick. Yeah. I just want to say that the 323, uh, the the uh, the interesting thing about 23 is that. Oh, yeah. The, we, I think we have a thing with numbers. We have a thing with yours numbers. Is 23. Yours is 111. Mine's uh, 23. And, and it, you know, my birthday's on March 23rd. And uh, what's funny is that the first, uh, the airing of the Late Late Show was supposed to be at a different date, but it got pushed back and then it ended up being March 23rd. You're shitting me. Yeah. So the very first uh, Late Late Show. Uh, gig or show was aired on and taped and aired on the 23rd of March, my birthday. From TV City, which is area code 323. Which is area code 323, yeah. <laughs> and technically, if if it could, the show could end in 2023. So we'll Oh, see. is that a contractual? Uh... Yeah, it might. It might. Well, we don't know. That'll be interesting. You'll have to come back around that time and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I like how <laughs> Howard Stern would go off the air every five years, too. You know what I mean? It worked totally. out really well for him. I oh, hope it works out equally well for you. I, I hope so as well. That's my. Uh, you got a Turbo S coming in. I got a Turbo S <laughs> in April, man. I, I got to, you know, keep that thing uh, ship ship shape. <laughs> All right. Uh, tomorrow we are back with uh, the Motoring Club. Michael Rapetti will be here from the Motoring Club, and then Thursday um, we've got a double booking. It's Johnny Lieberman and Adam Ferrara Woo. because um, one of them will probably cancel. We'll see. Lieb. Lieb, he, Lieb it to Beaver. Is he, he is he more consistent? He he's one of our most frequent guests, especially because he books himself, which I love. Him and Magnus are the best. They're like, so I want to come back on your show, mate. Uh, and Johnny Lieberman's so like, yeah, I should probably come back on your show, huh? Yeah. Um, last time he had Very the COVID good. scare, Very so good. he didn't come in. Yeah, that's right. He was under COVID, so yeah, but he so didn't I'm get thinking it. he'll make up for it by being here. I'm thinking. Oh, you're right. You're right. He will. He will. Yeah. He, he's. Yeah, I, I love that guy. That guy is so cool. He was. He's been nothing but. He loves great, you. Great. Yeah, it was a very cool moment on the show watching him fawn over you because his kid knows you from from story a show. bots. Yeah, when your kid knows somebody like and and you're able to like, oh, I know that guy. I yeah, can yeah. get him to wave to you on a picture or something. Yeah. Oh my god, I know he's, he's god. He's yeah. god. Yeah, he's like he's like ah, the connection is made. It's the best. Uh, I love you. We love you, Reggie Watts, so very much. Cole rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being my new friend. Uh, we love all of you at home. We'll be back on Thursday with those guys, like I said. And that's it, right? GVBC on Friday. All right. GVBC. <laughs> Shout out to Dasha, the Russian weather girl. Yes. GVBC. <laughs> See you out there, everybody. Spasiba. I would say that you could do a charity with GVBC and it would say uh, give back. But but it would be it would be capital G capital B oh. Yeah yeah so like you can give back. G G B C gives back when you just put those letters in the same.